Hey, this is how I see it. We should play this game for life. <laughs> what game? Mackin. Hanging. Right, welcome back to the Mackin and Hanging podcast. I'm your host, Trey. And this is episode 90. I'm in an amazing, amazing mood. Uh, my boy Cole dropped some amazing, an amazing project. Somebody owed me a kidney. I ain't gonna even let you know who owed me a kidney. Actually, I don't even know if the fans know that we we had a a, a little wager. I told him if Cole dropped the trash project, I was gonna give him my uh, kidney. And if 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 he if, if he dropped an amazing project, Rico had to give me his liver. So y'all might hear about dude dying after this podcast. <laughs> but uh, I'm here with Meech. Yes, sir. Rico. What up, though? And uh, we just realized that there is a new throne that's out for the taking. The podcast game is all shook up, and guess who? It was funny. I was telling Rico in the uh, in our in our chat because he was just like, "Yo, uh, who you think gonna take the throne?" And he was naming all these podcasts, and I was like, "Run a Mac and a Hanging podcast." That's all we needed. I was just waiting on them to break up so we can take all the dude fans. So. We might just change our name and shit. I might just lie and say, uh, this is Maul Rory and I was in. <laughs> You're now tuned into Maul and Rory Podcast, y'all. <laughs> and I think our name gonna be uh different. Hella different. But uh how you been how you been macking, Meech? Oh, it ain't been no macking for me. There's been a week of father you know, father responsibilities and shit, so no macking for me and shit, so that one goes out the window. How you been hanging though? Um, my hanging been up and down or whatever shit. I had to drop a fucking stack to get my fucking car fixed. So that shit was stressful yeah. as a bitch or whatever. And I don't know if that was causing my body to feel weird and shit. Because I was feeling weird as hell. Like every now and then my body was going through different. Like I wasn't feeling the best. Oh, that shit happened right after that money got dropped and shit. Yeah, whatever, that shit always so. get me. Every time I uh, have to drop money like that, I get flu-like symptoms. So that's probably what you guys. <laughs> no, I'm dead ass serious. I ain't joking. <laughs> <laughs> shit. My body went through a wild transformation after that money was leaving Damn. my account and shit. Wait, what, what happened to your car though? Ah, oh, just all kind of shit. I had like oil leaks, gas leaks, and then like two other things and whatever. So, but. I ain't hurting though. I got it. Yeah. Norm, normally, you know what I'm saying. I would have sent a nigga back and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, normally, that would have been. That would have been. Whoop! I got to sell this motherfucker. You know yeah. what I mean? I also been thinking like, shit. I might want to get into the game of flipping cars because I was thinking like, since I'm getting this bitch fixed and I only paid a certain amount for it, now that I'm getting it fixed, let me flip this bitch for more than what I made. I mean, more more than what I uh, paid for it. Yeah. And then get a new whip, and then shit, who knows? I might jump into you that. Should shit. holler at uh, Will. He got his. Um, Y'all already know. Will Ben spoke to me about that shit. What's it called? So, a little. Um, what's the auction, auction license, license and shit. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. No, that's a nice little hustle. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's how I, that's what I've been on though. Oh, uh, Rico, what you been? How you been macking, bro? Besides doing drugs on a Friday night, bro. <laughs> Rico was getting high as a damn kite. Macking has been uh, real good, man. Me and Tia are in a good space. Um, getting ready to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, my baby is beautiful and healthy as always, as well. So I'm happy about that too. Um, other than that, we've just been we've been coasting, bro. That's literally it. You know, you know how the the ride is up to getting ready to go to vacation. Yeah. Your mind is pretty much already set on vacation. Oh, yeah. That's where my mind is now and shit. Yeah, I would tell Enrico, like, when you're on vacation, that energy you have from vacation, I wish I can have that 
Like every day. Back home. Like, you know how you like, everything feels amazing. The, the sky is blue. The air smells good. You just like seeing everyone's face like, this is amazing. You get back here. You're like, this city ugly as shit. <laughs> but yeah, so that's dope though. So you about to go to uh, LA? Yeah, we finna go to LA. Get yeah. out there. Um, visit Nip Memorial. Oh yeah, um, go to Bompton. Go to yeah, go to the Staples Center and shit like that. We out there for a minute, so we finna get it cracking. Jesse, you better hope he don't look like nobody ops out there, though. Nah, I'm gonna try not to. <laughs> no, look like somebody like, yo, is that Jermaine off of, uh, off of Crenshaw? It's just gonna be Rico wearing a red turtleneck and shit. I'm gonna try not to like a motherfucker. That shit wild as hell. Why you hanging, though? My hanging is immaculate, man. Um, I took your brother on another uh, goose chase with me yesterday. We was around running yeah, and on shit like that. Shit. Yeah, man. Rico stayed going on a little dates. He was like, yo, can I take you out again? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you treating. He said, yeah, bro. You want some Thai food? Dude nah. bought me some Thai food. Tried to stare at me in my eyes. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was like, <laughs> I'm about to smack the shit out this nigga. Nah, um... Just I'm the bag is there, man. I'm just going. I'm just just focused, and um, I am. my stocks is is okay. Um, but other than that, like I've just been hustling, like nonstop, just hard, just going in. And um, after my vacation, I'm gonna try to turn it up a notch and see what else I can get myself into. Oh, uh, you talking about hustling as far as, um, far as Game Boys? No, well, something like that. I'm I'm trying to um expand a little bit more, just trying to get some more shit going on, like um. The bag is there. Like, I made some really good money last month. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm at a place now where I'm just trying to compete with my own self and just step it up a little bit more and shit. You know how you, you know how you get into a groove or something and you don't want to, you don't want it to get stagnant? Bro, that's how this podcast is. I'm like, yo, let's elevate, bro. Yeah. Um, I ain't the number one spot. Although we still ain't uh, cracked uh, 30 listens in <laughs> <laughs> It's like, no, fuck that. I'm aiming for the stars. The niggas at a million streams. I feel like we got an opportunity. We got something. Nah, I mean, it's it's opportunity everywhere. We just got to, you know, just take it in stride. Not everything is go jump off instantly. Fuck that, nigga. We coming for the throne. Uh, Watch your head. That shit was hilarious. Rico uh, Rico called me a mini poor Joe. (laughs) (laughs) You pretty much mini poor Joe. That shit was funny as hell. Never laughed so damn hard. I was like, damn, he got a point. But uh, that's what's up, though. Glad, glad you're getting ready to go on that trip, bruh. Y'all, yes, y'all be safe out there. Don't do nothing stupid. Don't go to uh, Laguna Beach, bruh, because I don't know if blacks are welcome that way. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> they don't go out there and get lynched. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, like Trey said yesterday, uh, I had a father's uh, moment and shit. Uh, my wife was out there getting her hair done, looking good as fuck. Shout out to you, babe. Uh, my baby was kicking it. And... Uh, I, me, Trey, and Dre had another Friday where niggas was just lounging around. I fucked around and got high as hell and shit. Uh, right, but I didn't just get high. <laughs> Actually, because I, I, I was thinking, I was like, shit, I drugged this nigga just so I can rob him? Because uh, Rico, he was just so... And it was weird. I'd never seen Rico just amped to do, uh, like, partaking drugs and shit. So, like, we was, uh, <laughs> we was over there by the Thai food place. And then Rico's like, yo, let's go to the liquor store. And, you know, me, I just got my wisdom teeth pulled. So, I'm like... I can't really be drinking like that because you know you you I, you supposed to stay away from alcohol a little bit because I guess it dries out the socket or some shit. Yeah. So we get to the liquor store. Rico just look for the biggest Mike Hard uh, lemonade uh, can <laughs> he can find and shit. Like, yeah, let me get one of these. And then he's looking for a bottle of wine. I'm like, everything all right, bro? Dude, like he just going through. I'm like, I never seen Rico drink this much. So nah, nah, it's, it's, it's more soon. like a. Um... <laughs> 
it's more like a um, like a celebration thing for me. Like all my niggas. So y'all niggas got high and took a bath together and shit. Nah, we gonna get high. All three of y'all was in a bathtub and shit, washing each other back. Nah, I was sober as hell. I I didn't want to get high because I seen how Rico was looking. Like yo, this nigga look like he he ready to do some freak disgusting shit. No, me and brother. Don't look at me like that, you gay bastard. <laughs> me and brother just laughing about uh, how old we are and like how uh, certain things on Fridays like mean a lot more. Like we was just ex- we was more excited about the damn Thai food. And oh shit. hell yeah! Like we was you know you know over there on uh, on Farwell by like um, Peace of Shadow and all of that. It was like you know it's hella young people out there that getting ready to go to Brady Street and have a good ass time. I watched that. We was just so damn excited <laughs> with a big ass thing of rice and some shrimp. Like this is a great Friday. I can't wait. We're gonna turn up. And our turn up consists of us eating uh, Thai food and listening to uh, music to music. And yeah, and just yeah. Vi- and just vibing out though. That but shit yeah, was cool. and then that's for me. My Mac and been going good. You know, Danny, she out. Uh, she in Oregon with her fam. They uh, her friend actually own a farm, so they out there in the farm, and uh, she be sending me pictures of. Of her family playing with goats and shit. But that farm is big as hell, yo. I've never oh, seen Oh, there's some money and shit. Bro, right. her family got a farm? No, her uh, friend, uh, she, when she was in New York, one of her uh, friends that she used to work with at, at her previous job, um, they own the farm. They got a weed farm and they got an actual uh, real farm with like animals and all of that. Oh, yeah, they filthy rich. Oh, yeah. Shit. She was saying like the weed farm by itself is like millions. Who's these black people, white people? Oh, they white people. Yeah, they white people. But her and her entire family is down there. Uh, I was going to go, but I had just, you know, spoiled. Oh, she on a vacation with another nigga and shit. She just told you that <laughs> nah, shit. But I had, uh, I had, um, don't do this, made me forget my goddamn <laughs> joke because I was trying not to yell and get so fucking angry. Like, you got one more time, fucking meat. But nah, so, and I, and I removed that shit, dude. You, you see how I removed that shit? Hey, we was, me and Meech was having a wild ass battle in the group chat. That shit was wild as hell. But uh, nah, so she got, she got a little farm and she was showing me all the animals and whatnot. And then I was thinking last night on how, how cool a farm can actually be, yo. Because, like, you know, in a farm, they feed animals all this amazing ass food. They like eating apples and all the best grass you can possibly have. They just run around. They think it's shit sweet. Until you got to choke one of the Oh, no, that's chicken. what she was saying. She was like, uh, she was like, choke hey, the life out of that bitch. Not even choke the life. You guys, you got to go and no, uh, chop, chop their the fucking head, head off. Like, hey, Why come they watch and shit? Oh, oh, no. I was like, yeah, I wanted to just pig. Can it pig? Can the other pig and that bitch screaming for their fucking life? And then she showed me these chickens that they, uh, uh, they fucking just uh, like take their legs and just throw that shit in some fried grease and shit. I'm like, God damn. But nah, that shit did look hella relaxing. I was like, damn, I, I might want to own the farm. Because I guess the people um, that she was with, they got a dog. And like the dog keep all the animals in line. and all, Like the dog was hella chill and shit. They had a goat. You say you want to own a farm? Nah, that shit you want to see how many animals you can have sex with? Those little nasty eyes. They're going to be impregnating guinea pigs. <laughs> Nah, if I had a farm, I wouldn't even own any guinea pigs. I'd probably just own fucking uh, goats and uh, and swans. They're gonna be owning slaves and shit. They're gonna be pretending as animals. They're gonna be fucking African Americans and that bitch. <laughs> no, nah, that shit wild as hell. But no, nah, that shit that I ain't gonna lie, that shit looked hella hella dope though. But uh, yeah, I didn't go there. She was showing me. Um, they got all this, you know, dope little marijuana uh, farm. I was like, damn, that would have been a nice little trip. I might see if I can get something from that. So yeah, that's that's just going well. You know what I mean? We still doing our thug thizzle. Um, this is the first week that I'm actually recovered. Well, damn, they're fully recovered from the damn wisdom teeth. Like I've been um starting to eat solid. Like Monday was the first day I was uh, able to eat solids. It was actually funny because um I thought it was sweet, 
because I went from like not being able to eat salads to just rushing into eating salads. So uh, once uh, on Sunday, I was like, you know, let me, uh, you know, I was hella motivated to make some empanadas. So I was like, let me make some goddamn empanadas. So I made some empanadas and them shits was fire. I made it for uh, me and Danny and I'm eating mine and out of nowhere, my stomach was like, yeah, this shit's coming right on up. And she know, I was puking like hell. So I thought I poisoned myself. And then, um, then I was like, damn, if Danny gets sick, that means I poisoned her as well. And then she didn't get sick, so I was good. I was like, all right, it wasn't my food. So then the next day, I ordered some five guys. Then I threw that shit up as well and shit. So I say that to say I got a tape worm in my shit. You know what I mean? Nigga, nigga over here dying like hell. But that's been cool. Actually, that make me feel better. No, and I wasn't the only one going through it. I had a major fucking toothache last night. Oh, yeah. Almost like, passed the fuck out. <laughs> Dude, so, <laughs> no, yeah, you got to get that picture. Because that's what's so cool now. Because now, like, I, I was having, you know, my wisdom teeth. Them shit was hurting like fuck. You got to get them hoes pulled and shit. So you might have to. Nah, I was researching that last night. Like, oh, yeah. That shit was hurting bad as hell. Oh, yeah. Almost woke areas up to drive me to the hospital. <laughs> Dude was finna go straight to fucking uh, child services. He, gonna, he was going to drive you to child <laughs> services. <laughs> the hell he told me to drive but nah uh yeah so i that's one thing i'm happy i don't have to worry about that pain anymore because that shit was excruciating like hell and shit but that shit's been cool and then on friday so i was happy as hell um well thursday night i was like all right because i was wait 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 before you get into that because i know where we're going because we finna you know get into the uh code release or whatever but prior to that we all remember last pop when we was like, you yeah. know, killing it or whatever. But leading up until Thursday night or whatever, I seen like the cold freestyle or whatever. And I was like, let me change my, let me change my thought or whatever. Cause when I watched the freestyle, I'm like, yo, I've never seen this nigga this confident. Yeah. Talking this shit, stunting no niggas or whatever. So I'm like, ah, I don't want to be on the wrong side when this shit drop or whatever. So let me hurry up and switch my shit or whatever. And then. Next thing I know, Rico, he about to be doing surgery, giving up his liver and shit, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, so Thursday night, I did, I decided, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to even listen to it Thursday night, because I was watching the Bucks game, I was cooking some dinner, and I was like, uh, let me just go to sleep, I don't want to, for some reason, I was like, yo, I just kept envisioning seeing uh, Rico in the group chat, like, what y'all niggas think about that cold with his eyes? Because you know that means he think that shit wasn't trash. And oh, shit. I was definitely up Thursday night listening. No, that's what I'm saying. So I was like, I was, I, I kept thinking because you know there was a little part of me that was like, yo, if this nigga drops some fucking trash, and I gotta deal with this nigga Rico. I, I ain't gonna, I, I, I wouldn't be able to handle that shit. That was gonna be my last pod and shit. <laughs> I was already planning my exit. Like, yo, hey, <laughs> I was gonna hit up the group chat. Like, I don't think I can come in, bro. I'm sick, yo. But because uh, I kept. You know how I was saying in the group chat, like, yo, I feel like Rico get he he would more so pref- he would he would more so prefer the uh the co album to be bad just so he can win our debate so he can like shame me. More so like he might still be a fan, even though I don't believe it. He might still be a fan. But I feel like he was gonna get way more joy out of watching me in agonizing defeat <laughs> than, than watching Cole have a good album. He like, hmm, which one do I wanna see? Do I wanna see Cole have a, a great album? Or do I want to see uh, Trey just uh, just uh, tell me I'm the victor and uh, he don't be knowing shit? <laughs> and I think Rico pick like I want to pick B. You know what I mean? So thank you for getting your name started. Long story short, so the Cole album dropped, 
I listened to a Friday and I was like, I was nervous. I was more so nervous because I didn't want this shit to be trash. I've been like, I've been riding so damn hard. Like, please don't be trash. It almost felt like a damn, like a Bucks game. Like, when I knew Bucks again, I'm like, yo, like how Bucks tonight, they play the heat. I'm like, all right, I want to send a message to the niggas. Like, yo, let, let me show what time it is. But I don't want to get smacked in the face how like Philly just did. You know what I mean? Because that would fuck up our, it was like one of those moments. So I turned the album on, right? And I'm just laying down. And I did not expect. All I hear is killer. I was like, yo, what the fuck? So I was like, all right, be cool, bruh. And then I just heard Cole. He was just rapping with aggression and like just stacking up, stacking up the, the metaphors and the bars and all this. So I'm like, oh, oh. And I was like, all right, that's one song. Then we get to the next song. I was like, oh, shit. And then we get to my life. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Then we get to apply pressure. I'm like, Oh, this shit different as hell. Like this, this is this is this is beyond. Cause I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't think I didn't think Cole had it. I'm a. I didn't think he had him to go above Force Hill Drive. I never thought Cole. It, it, I even go above or go back to that level. I didn't think Cole. I thought like that was. You know how like some artists had that peak and then it's like how they can't get over that shit. Like how Lupe he could never get over Food and Liquor or or uh, the Cool and shit and. I thought the same shit was happening to Cole. And I was actually telling my, my homeboys had made a good um, point. It was saying, like, yo, Cole avoided the Lupe fiasco trap. You know how, like, after you set the shit, you set up, you start beefing and talking about all the stuff you don't want to do in the industry. Like how Cole was like, yo, no feature, none of this. And you want to stick to your, your, your narrative. But then, like, you do that so much, it actually works against you in the long run. And that's what happened to Lupe. But... That shit brought my spirits up high as hell. Cause not only did Cole over deliver, he then dropped uh to me that's the best album of the year and is one of his best projects of his discography. But I'm pass the ball to y'all. So when I heard it, my first thought was I don't wanna jump out the window over react. So I listened to it I probably listened to it like maybe eight times already by now. And like when I first heard it, when I first heard Killer, I'm like Okay, let's go. We starting off with hearing a different voice or whatever. And I was like, I already told you what my expect, what I wanted to hear from you or whatever. So once I heard number one, the flow, I was like, okay, he trying different flows. I fuck with that shit or whatever. And then number two, the energy. I'm loving the energy. And then to me, uh, the song Amari is the best song he ever made to me. Like to me, Amari is the best song he ever made or whatever. Like. I ain't talking about the best rapping performance on there. I'm talking about all together rapping the song, the pr- production. That song is for I'm right now. That will be a classic song. And the reason why I said in the group chat, this shit is better than Forest Hills. To me, Forest Hills is it was still cold in his comfort zone. He just reached the highest in his comfort zone or whatever. To me, and then he stepped out of his comfort zone. Number one, he brought in different people. He started. He started the album off with Killer, even though uh, he didn't give him a verse or whatever, but it still showed you where the direction was going. And then I love that he got, what's the name? Uh, what's the name? Uh, Moral, whatever, from his city and shit. Murray, I fuck with him. Oh, yeah, Murray, yeah. I love that he Murray got him from Murray. his city or whatever. And like, I'm like, yo, this nigga, just like, what's the other nigga, Rod Wave? I'm like, yo, this nigga can hold notes for real, for real, or whatever. You and should then, listen to his album. Another thing, like, I was in shock. By twenty one, like twenty one, been killing shit or whatever. If you attune, if you in tune with twenty one, you know what he do or whatever. And I, I'm starting to love that combination of Cole and twenty one. Oh, like that shit is just beautiful. So when I heard that song, I'm like, yo, this shit is great. 
And then one thing I wanted to laugh about, because I remember on a, a couple pods or many pods, niggas was always telling me baby can't rap with niggas and blah, 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 all these rap niggas. Baby, it seemed like ever since we had these conversations, he been jumping on souls with niggas that could go. Dude, <laughs> and he been like going crazy, yo. He been going crazy. Like, that song was great. Me, I think Baby had the better verse than Cole. And that ain't the slight Cole. It's just, that nigga Baby is just going fucking crazy right now. And then, I love the way he ended the, um, I love the way he ended the album or whatever. Like, that was just a regular Cole song, but I still enjoyed it. I thought, the only song that I didn't like, I thought he could have scrapped that shit, was, um, the one where he was talking about the fight with Diddy. To me, that was just a regular Cole beat. And I was like, yo, this shit is boring as a bitch. You could have left that. But outside of that, he he showed versatility as far as the production. He wasn't greedy. He let other niggas do his thing. Facts. He showed... Because he had Boy One. I was shocked about that shit. Yeah, he showed, like... He showed different flows on this bitch. Like, I ain't finna stick to the same Cole pattern or whatever. Like, on Amari, I fucking love his flow on Amari, like... When he was going crazy, I'm, I'm telling y'all, Amari will be one of the greatest songs he ever made. Uh, shit. Like, yeah, that shit is amazing. I mean, I like Amari. I like my, my favorite uh, tracks off that shit is um, My Life and uh, uh, Pride is Pride is Devil is my shit. Like a motherfucker too. Yeah, I, when I heard that and I heard Baby come in, I'm like, let's go. Oh no, and that niggas was dope been talking that. mad shit oh, no, about I, my niggas. No, he I, I just thought that it was because the concept, of the, the whole song to me was flawless. That whole Pride is the Devil, like. Even how Cole passed it off, it was just like no facts. That's what I'm saying. Like that exactly. Like that was like the Steve Ma- Steve Nash pass behind the back. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh shit, because I thought that was just a regular, not like a regular Cole song. I just thought he was on that bitch by himself. It didn't come off as like verse hook, and then pass it to you. It came off natural. Like that oh, shit was smooth. Shit. That was a smooth ass pass. You don't even know that the pass was coming. He was like. And then he was like, uh, damn, I forgot nah, how, he, he, how he said that. That shit, was, that shit he, was beautiful as hell. Nah, he was going crazy or whatever. And then I seen something else somebody said. I forgot who said this, but it might be on or something. Somebody said, like, yo, Cole might be the gun bar king and shit. Oh, yeah, like, no, nah, yeah. I, you was watching dudes say that shit. Nah, facts. And I was thinking of some of his lines and shit. I'm like, hell yeah. Like when he said, uh... So many, so many, so many shows on the ground will make the Easter Bunny happy or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this nigga going crazy. Oh, you or whatever, fuck with so. uh, Shaq? What's his name? Shaq on, uh, I forget. Shaq, some dude, he did a little reaction videos talking on YouTube. Yeah, I forgot who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I know no. he a huge Cole fan. Oh, yeah, dude it was like, this is the greatest album ever. That shit was wild as hell. But uh, Eureka, how'd you feel about it, bro? And how should we set up this uh, <laughs> this surgery, bro? Oh, no, let him get his shit off. No, 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 did I not say that? Yeah, it's your thought, bro. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't try to run and hide under the cover. I'm not hiding. I'm, I'm asking you a question. I did say you that, You did right? say that. You did right. say that. So, um, But a, a good and decent is not what we expected, though, so. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's it's a it's a solid, good album. That's how you hate this shit, bro. Get it no, over no, no, no. I don't hate it at all. I actually, I'm actually surprised. He did everything that I, he did everything that, that I, that I wanted him to do, like, specifically what I said on the pod, except for, like, um, a whole bunch of soulful beats. He gave me like one or two of those on the album, so I'm not mad at that at all. Um, to me personally, this like one of those slow burn albums for me and shit. Like, um, I don't know where I want to place it just yet. Like, maybe I gotta listen to it a couple more times and shit like that. Do but, it, that shit. 
No, it's not. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I actually like the album and shit. I just, I don't know which songs I like the most, and I don't know if I'm willing to play Stone Forest Hills Drive yet. For me. You know what I'm saying? I just got to listen to it a little bit more. But other than that, I'm proud of Cole. Like, he... He finally want to punch you bad as hell. <laughs> yeah, he finally he finally got out of his own way and shit. Like that was, it was it was much needed. And even more than that, like uh, I think I heard Trey say this. Even more than that, or it might be you, Mish. One of y'all said this shit. It's it's now a time where like the the ghost is now like putting their stamps down on shit and like this is this is the time now and shit. So I'm I'm happy that he put his hat in the ring and it didn't. And it didn't fall and shit. Do we think that's enough uh, pressure for Kendrick and Drake? Hold on, hold on. I mean, I, but no, I, no, I, wait, wait, wait. That was another thing. I'm glad you said that. I did say in the chat he solidified his third spot, though. Nah, I mean, when you said that, that was almost like a slight. Like this was, it wasn't good enough to get him. If to me, if wait, wait, wait. If if we're talking about y'all, y'all use basketball a lot, right? Mm-hmm. If we talking about shooting percentages, if you only two for ten. Versus Kendrick being five for five. What's two for ten? How but, many classic albums do you think he had? Bro, we just had his panel. But let, I mean, no, uh, but I'm saying if we if we if we use it, if hold we on, use hold on, hold on, hold right? on. Let me go because if he, it, I'm saying I, that means that mean that means to say that no, hold on, let me go when uh when Cole you said prior to him even drop, so it's almost like he could do nothing for him not to solidify. No, 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 no. What I'm telling you is, had this project never came out, right? Right. Had this project never came out, I still would have placed him three. Right. He just solidified his third spot. Because I don't see, I mean, unless he dropped another good or classic album, you know what I'm saying? I get what he's saying, though. Like, to me, I I agree with that. Like, even though to me this album is good, and over time it might end up turning into a classic. That still don't leapfrog him over Kendrick yeah, and Drake. Yeah, they don't leapfrog they him did, over them. They their body of work is just greater than his or whatever at the point. This right here have gave him a chance now. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think he solidified. Like, now, if he came out with, uh, to me, this could be a classic. We don't know. I'm just saying right now, this was a, 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 a motherfucking big joker coming out like, yo, this is what I've been sitting on for I a agree. minute. So if I'm sitting on a big joker and let's say somebody dropped some, like, let's say... Kendrick come out the gate and drop like three mids, like three out al- or two, three albums that's all mediocre. And Which Cole, you know will never no, happen. I mean, I'm just saying. No, no. I, not, okay, but it, okay. Let's just wait. Let's just say. Let's just say for for shits and giggles, right? He do drop three of them, right? That's that's like mediocre, okay, and shit. He still got five in the tuck that he sat back on and shit. Basically, what he's saying <laughs> is like. In order for Cole to leapfrog one of these niggas, they will have to stumble, and Cole yeah. will have to keep oh, yeah. progressing. And, and I shit. agree. That's what I'm saying, but I. It was like no, you don't agree because when I said he solidified his third place, no. he was and let the audience know that the uh, this host, this nigga got a Dreamville oh, shirt on, he's reeking <laughs> of yeah. fucking joy. Oh hell yeah, no, but uh, only why I said that because by you releasing that instantly, as if like yo, you said you heard the album, you said, and I'm gonna tell you like this, he solidified his third spot. Right, solidifying his third spot uh, almost comes across like you heard the album, it was like all right. He's he can't go above like that. To me, he didn't drop nothing that's gonna push him at above those two and shit. Dude, and that's exactly what I was saying. No, I'm saying <laughs> if, to me, this is one of his strongest albums. And it shit. is, but so, is it is it pushing it? If we was to grade this, let me, let me finish, bro. If I smack you, motherfucker. If we was to grade this, if we was to grade this versus Kendrick's damn album, then what? I'm taking this. 
I'm taking down. Uh, you got to give it time. You can't just select this because nah. it came out. No, I'm telling tell, tell you. I'm not saying which one I'm picking, but you got to give it. You just jumped out the no, window no, saying no, that. You got to no, give it time. I'm telling you what I will choose. I'm choosing. Yeah, that just came out right yeah, now. No, You're not being honest no, with yourself. I am being honest. You're telling me what I'd like the no, most. We can, we can let them. Yeah, Man, I, we can let him live with that. I, I I liked this like how I went, how I played this album nonstop. And normally, like, cause I remember when I tried to have a KOD, it didn't. I couldn't. Like, this was like genuinely. I was like, yo, I gotta, nah, you was just no, bro, what listen, he just wrote for KOD. Thank you, no, no fucking thank liar, you, thank yo. You. Listen, bro, goddamn, y'all don't even hear my point. You just, right? We gonna let you talk? No, let you yeah, talk. let me talk, nigga. Goddamn, cause I know y'all. At, like I said prior, you not a fucking fan, bro. It always shows. And How shit. am I not a fan for being? I, you know, you can be a fan nah, and listen, critique people, right? Nah, I'm saying, bro. I can I see real fans and I see niggas like you. No, shit. real fans, real fans is the type of people that say KOD is a classic and shit. No, I'm not. No, real, I, I those are fans. Those are those are fans. Nigga, you literally just I sat right here. Good. I said it was a classic? You literally just sat right here and told me and meet you listen to it consecutively. Yes. Nigga. I do. You a fucking liar. How the fuck you gonna tell me? Because you were just gonna about? say what that the you fuck wasn't you talking about. You just, bro, I, I you gonna tell I I don't fuck. I hate when niggas tell me what the fuck I listen to. Like you in my fucking playlist. You go listen to any one of my goddamn playlists. You gonna see some fucking KOD on that motherfucking. Fam, shit. I'm gonna see a whole bunch of Robin Thicke and some other people. I ain't gonna see no damn Bruh, KOD on there. All I'm gonna there. tell you is the yo. You can't tell me what I fucking listen to. I, I know s- for a fact that you don't listen to KOD like that, nigga. All right, well you know for a fact that you're a fucking lying shit. <laughs> and that's what I'm. Can't let you lie like this. How you gonna, bro? Man. What the fuck you talking I'm about? Sorry. Any, bro, no, any no, real you listen, can't, bro, you can't any tell real me what the fuck friend, I listen any, to. Any shit. real cold you... friend to sit right here and and your brother is a cold fan. You can say that I'm not a cold no, fan. No, that's, brother, that's it, cool. That's okay, cool. But you no, can no, say no, that you no, can no, say no. that your brother. Yo, hey, let your brother, speak. No, your no, brother no, no, no. sit right yo. here and tell you right now that that ain't yo. even his strongest shit. I know, bro. I know. I know, bro. I never said I was his strongest album. What the fuck are you talking about? I said I still listen to the fucking album. You can't tell me there's no fucking way I listen to the fucking album. I still listen to Once the Attic. I still listen to KOD. I still listen to fucking uh fucking uh uh window pain. How the fuck you gonna tell me what the bro, fuck you I don't listen? listen to that shit, man. I don't listen to window. Are you bro, you an R and B nigga now, man. Bro, I, what do you, t- <laughs> bro? You know, you you know, you can listen to more than one style. Like I make I make so many playlists for various reasons and shit. Like all I, my overall point was when I listen to Ko, like when I before you like cut me off and told me I was fucking lying and shit. Only thing I was trying to say was. The, uh, this album, this current album, I listened to it way more frequently when it first dropped than I did KLD. Like, and it was like, uh, but you jumped out the window saying like, let me, it's better than damn. I'm, me, I'm, I'm just trying to finish. No, my I'm gonna let you finish. I didn't, I didn't finish the thought before you. Because y'all been going back and forth yelling and shit. Look, that's because he tried to cut me off. And just, just let me finish my thought. I'll pass it to you about the the damn shit. One thing I was saying was, this had more of an organic. Um, replay listening shit you know what i mean like when it came through it was like i literally had i wanted to figure out some of those amazing ass bars he was saying on like apply pressure and like uh 95 south and like it was more like i I felt the aggression i felt the hunger only thing i was saying was like what that made me like it more than i like damn is i genuinely was like i i don't know it, it was a feeling i got like yo he i can i felt the passion i felt the bars i felt the aggression i felt the metaphor and i was like yo I felt the level that Cole was on when he was making this. When Kendrick made Damn, Kendrick was always it. It didn't impact me as much based on like his previous work. You know what I mean? Because I like Damn, but I, I still think um, what's the name of that album? So basically, uh, it, hold on. Um, what's the name of the album he dropped before Damn? To Pimp a Butterfly. Because I, I think To Pimp a Butterfly was better. So I'm saying 
it and, and like the pin butterfly. Now that shit had me like, oh shit. So what, what you're saying is, is, it's a gift and a curse for Kendrick to be so good that when he made another great album as well, it didn't impact you because he didn't have nothing to prove. Like Cole has something to prove on this album. And, and you know what you were saying when you said that Amari, like how you never heard Cole make a song, like he stepped out of his butt. Like it was the sound that Cole pushed for. Because I never heard Cole the shit that he was doing on his album. I've never heard him do before. The shit that Kendrick was doing on Damn, I've heard him do that before. You know what I mean? Like, this was like, I never heard a song like Amari from Cole. I never heard Cole and Lil Baby together like that. You know what I mean? I never heard, it was, it was just like that much refreshing. So that's why I'm saying right now, if I'm judging what I like, as far as like how it impacted me, and I was like, the shot value and shit, it was the Cole. Now, Damn is still a fucking amazing album, but I just, I, that, and that's why I like this shit uh, more and shit. All right. One thing to be said, can we put to rest that the theory of Lil Baby can't rap with with good rappers? Can we put that? Can we put that to bed now? Cause he didn't prove that shit time and time again. I don't want to hear that shit no more. I don't know. I was speaking specifically to two artists, but I mean, nah. Let's put that shit. Let's let's put that shit away. Hey, it's I, over hey, with. Like, it it's over with. Hey, I'll say it like this. The nigga he just rapped with is better than them two artists we named, yeah, so let's I, put I, it over with. I, mean, I put it to bed. That's just that's just night night. I mean, I, I'm like Max Keller. You know how Max is like, yo, yeah. When new evidence comes, yeah. you have to adjust. And I will adjust, like I said. He he went on a run. He I did, just want to say I have foresight, and I, I knew this shit. Yeah, you I'm trying to tell you niggas because he did it. He did it to Drake, or he did a song with Drake and held his own. No, you're right. He did it to Drake. He did a song with Lil Wayne. Wait, wait, did he do a song with Lil Wayne? Did it to Lil Wayne. Uh, I got on song. With, I don't think he did it to Cole. I think that he shit did was it like, to Cole. Nah, he didn't do it. To he Cole. definitely did it to Cole. I don't nah. fuck what you say. Nah, but, he was riding that beat nah, like crazy. Cole was riding that, that beat too, and shit. He was, but Lil Baby is the reason why that song so versatile. See, it, we it, was happy that Lil. The shit you finna do is finna make me. Just I don't give a fuck. I'm, saying, no, I'm, I'm saying, saying I was saying Lil Baby opened something new for Cole or whatever. If Cole was on that song by himself, it would have been okay. The fact that Lil Baby came on there, it was like, oh shit, we didn't know you collab with artists such as him. Lil Baby, his presence and performance on the track, yeah. t- to me, took that track to another level. I, yeah, I mean, I think it was amazing. Like I said, I'll put the theory to rest because he's showing improvement. So, I, and now, I still don't agree that he's the new uh, Lil Wayne, especially how Wayne rapping right now. And Wayne is like... Is he not doing what Lil Wayne was doing, though, in his, gener- in his generation? He don't have to be Lil Wayne as far as his style. He's doing what Lil Wayne was doing. He's jumping on nigga shit. Smoking. I know you want to deny it, but you cannot yeah, deny that shit, He ain't smoke coal at all. All right, this will be... But he did this, smoke Drake on that shit, though. And he got called on this. This will be... Nah. This will be... Don't fall... Don't walk down this alley, yo. Like, you yeah, already just said you put that to bed. I did put it to bed. And I told y'all the same shit as far as him being the Wayne of this generation. He's not the Wayne of this generation, but he is okay. on his own. It'll be another podcast pick. when we have to put that to bed as well. Well, he's the Wayne of this Not, bro. He's so, smoking niggas. I, I'm not saying he did exactly what Wayne did. I'm saying in his own way, he is the Wayne of this generation. I'm thinking, and you misunderstanding. I'm, I'm not finna go. Just know oh, that I appreciate Cole having him on there. He's taking his opportunities very well. Right. And I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I respect- that's the same shit Wayne was doing. Just know, just know that he's doing so well that he made y'all backtrack what y'all said and shit. Y'all not a baby fan and he made y'all backtrack. He's showing improvement. Exactly. He's showing improvement. No, I'm saying we. I told y'all listen to Lil he, Baby. So we're, I, my point is he's showing, he's showing that he can hold his on on songs with. I hold his on smoke niggas on they shit. He didn't smoke Cole, but. He can hold his own on songs with rappers. He's still nowhere near what Wayne was. Wayne was bodying niggas 
every time and shit. And not just bodying them, making that song number one in the country and shit. So we got to look at, like, he was, Wayne would do a, a like, when Wayne, Wayne would get on your song, on, like, those dedication tracks, and they don't, the song will just be a remix without you even owning it, and that should be number one in the country, you know what I mean? Well, yes, to, 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 to go back to what you said, um, the, well, this is like a small tandem, but the three artists now will be, um, Dirk, Baby, and, um, fuck, who the third one? I forgot who the third one was. Money bad. Money bad can be up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, just stop, yo. We don't know. We talking about when it comes to that shit. That's definitely not the list and shit. You can oh, stop that. Oh, no, the new, the new generation shit. of music? That's not the list. That's not the list. If anything, it will be Baby. It will be uh, Uzi Vert. And then I don't know who the third Uzi is. Vert, I don't know. I mean, Dirk is killing shit right now. He's not bigger than Uzi. He's not even close. He's He's been... Whoa. I said that. I said... He's not even close. You don't know what you're talking about. Bro, I know what the fuck. I listen... Bro, I listen to Million Dollar Worth of Game. Do you know the numbers behind Dirk, yeah, he, last, I'm, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk versus Dirk Lil Uzi near, shit? It's Dirk not even close. Dirk ain't nowhere near Uzi and shit. Uh, I guess not and shit. He, he ain't nowhere near Uzi. I didn't put Uzi in there because, I mean, technically Uzi been here for about seven, eight years now. Dirk uh, been here for a minute, too. Nah, yeah. Dirk had to reinvent himself though. But Dirk, he's still, he's Dirk still been shit. here for a minute. Dirk is killing shit though. He's still part of that list though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's killing shit right now. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I'm trying to give your nigga props and shit. Like as far as like the the new niggas that's like handing the 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 baton over. Nah, and he shit. meets one a nigga to say he's like that like deep. Yeah, biggest. maybe his head and shoulders over these niggas we just spoke on. Rapping, yeah. No, as a complete artist, he's head and shoulders. The Uzi Vert fans will probably speak different or whatever because they see him as like versatile or whatever. But to me, I don't think I'm that. Saying, I nigga, think I think Baby is better than Uzi. What about that's just me being what about, honest? What about NBA YoungBoy? Because he got a humongous ass fan. He's he's he might be number one and shit. YoungBoy, he's not number. How you? He's not number one, yo. I said he might be number one. He's not, yo. I'm telling you, he's not. Just stop. How that do you shit. figure that, Meech? Because you can look at the impact, you can look at the numbers, you can look at the yeah. influence. He's not yeah, number one. That, yeah, that's all there for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, no, it's there for him, but that's it's not all over certain for, niggas. Yo. You literally just said he needs to have all of that. He stop it, that, yo. Man. Stop it, he yo. He has like, all of that. Like, yo, I get it. I get it. Your obsession with Lil Baby is thick. I don't have I no obsession. That. I'm just I calling what I see. I get that. But what I'm telling you is, Young Boy is up there. Bro, you don't even listen to young boy. We we talking about niggas that half. I don't, don't have to listen to, to him to see the numbers. Like, to see the numbers. I'm the only nigga that listens to baby. All these other niggas we do not I listen to. to baby, what are you talking shit. about? You a casual listener, bro. I exactly. I said I listen to baby. I'm not obsessed with that nigga like how you are. I'm not obsessed. I'm just calling Man, what you I see. You literally talk about baby every pod. Because I'm I think you want to have his baby and shit. I know you're trying to get your jokes off. Right there and shit. Do you have any underwear on? Fuck around with this freaking ass. You don't even own a pair of underwear and shit. Yeah, they going that. It's the first time I seen me Rico get ready down, get down. But we we kind of swayed away. We kind of swayed away from the the topic. I wanted to say again. Cole came through, dropped a bomb. You know what I mean? And like I said, he over delivered. He got the best album of the year. And if I'm if I'm giving it. A ranking. I, I also I think it's dope that he the first out of the major dudes like that top tier. That dude. I agree. Like, cause that's that's big to be the first from a pandemic. Because niggas is definitely playing. Niggas is definitely playing double dutch, trying yeah, to figure out who's gonna go first and, and shit. When, Cole. Not only did Cole go first, he was talking shit. Like first he, first, he went on that uh, that freestyle. You know when he went on. I'm um, going to go out on the limb and say that I think after everybody heard this, 
I think it's going to be a lot of shuffling going on now. Uh, facts. I don't think so at all. Right? No, I, well, I think he's the first domino to like, all I, right, it's when time. I say When I say shuffling, I feel like I feel like niggas had complete albums. I think after they heard this one, it might get them a little push to push. Now, See, I disagree. No, I agree. He's not changing nah. any albums because no, no, of this no, album. No, no, no. So he, I don't think Rico's talking about like Drake and Kendrick, but he's talking about the he niggas. He is talking about them. No, no. I'm talking about the niggas. I, I uh, feel like I feel like yeah. niggas go put just a little more spice on their shit. No, they're not switching their shit up. They already come with great music. They don't need to switch shit. I mean, they're going to switch it up because that's what they do. These two niggas, Drake and Kendrick, have reinvented themselves more Literally, than anybody Drake in the game. Literally, Drake just changed a whole album because of the push of that's a cause, cause completely different. What now, no, that's not. About? He literally that. You can't tell me that that, that was a beef. What the fuck are you talking about? That shit. He had exactly. to, he had to address the situation in that album. This ain't got nothing to do with him addressing nothing. He not switching nothing up because so of you what don't think other artists hear other artists music and be like, God damn, maybe I should do something a little bit different. You don't think nobody's. You don't think rappers right now that just heard this cold album is just like, hmm, maybe it's a little more Spencer, inspiration. Yeah, that no, I can you put said shit. you said rappers, nigga, not Cole. I mean, not Kendrick and Drake. Like, Cole is chasing them. They not chasing him. What the fuck is you talking about? But no, I can get what Rico's saying, though. He's saying, like, if, let's say, you didn't expect Cole to come that hard, so you was like, all right, I can overshadow that. Right. Like, 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 Motherfuckers, but, I'm coasting right now. This, bro, bro, let's be honest. Hold on. Pause, let me, pause, let me pause, say one pause, more pause, thing. Pause, pause, pause. Let's, let's say this. Let's say this. Let's say Cole just dropped this, right? And let's say Cole, Drake was sitting on Scorpion. And then Drake, because Scorpion wasn't that the album like you'd be like, you right. want to have to go against... Uh, this out, this Cole, because this Cole album is way better. Scorpion, we we can all agree on that. Right? I agree. Like if Cole, if Drake was sitting on that, he like, all right, I gotta come for real, for real. And then let's say, let's say, if you think Drake is moving on Cole timeline, no, y'all niggas is no, beyond it's not stupid. That. I'm You're just not saying, saying it, it's, it's not on their time. It's like you know for a fact everyone's gonna compare your project to because y'all y'all all tied together. Y'all like, are the three. Yeah. So like Cole is chasing them. They no, not chasing him. Yeah, what is y'all not yeah, understanding? It's different. You could be chasing somebody. It's almost similar to this. Like although Cole was a bigger artist, remember when Cole dropped KOD and uh, Corday had dropped his album? You know Cole was a bigger artist, but Corday most people better album had, had the better album. So like somebody that was like listening was like, oh shit. Even if you ain't, that's a bad. No, I'm that's saying that's a bad example. So let me let me get my thought out. Then you just rebuttal when I'm done and shit. Just like I let you talk, man. So nah, fuck out of here, dude. Just fuck me up and shit. But nah, all I was saying was Corday. Yeah, Cole is the bigger artist, but the quality of music always gonna be compared. And like when you hear something like that, even if you still know like yo, I'm bigger, you still want to outdo them. You know what I mean? Like you still want to show and prove like yo, I'm that dude. Just like when. Drake was bigger than um, than Kendrick. Kendrick came through the gate, dropped a Good Kid, Mad City. Drake followed Good Kid, Mad City with fucking take care, take care and shit. Yeah, they not moving off each other. They moving off. They're they're pushing. They're pushing their. They're no, going off of their no, own work. They're not. I mean, they. I, I'm yeah. not gonna say that they're not paying attention to each other. Jake. I mean, Drake already spoke about it in the interview. Of course, they are paying attention to each other or whatever. But like, like I said. Drake and Kendrick have reinvented themselves more than anybody outside of Kanye West or whatever. So they don't need Cole to inspire them. They are already they're competing with legends. They're competing with who's gonna be the greatest to ever do this yeah, shit or whatever. That's so what, that's what I'm saying. And that can impact your ability. Just like think about it. What if uh Kendrick dropped Good Kid Mad City and then Drake followed up his release with uh with a lukewarm project. You know what I mean? Like let's say he dropped Scorpion after Good Kid Mad City. You know how that would look in his ranking of like when that that perception that came out. That's, that's all it is. It's more so like you're 
you ain't chasing them, but you know wherever that bar is set. Like remember when Nas dropped that project, we was like, yo, Nas every, set every the bar. every one of these big artists. They set always, the bar. They always hold on, hold on. E- even with this cold release, Drake still got some. Drake still got something out of this cold release with Seeing Green. Like niggas still was talking about that record right. as well or whatever. So like. You dropped the whole album. I dropped one single. It ain't even my single. It's just me and my team or whatever. Yeah. And we still shining on your day as well or whatever. So yeah, that, I ain't chasing but, shit. Nah, that, the, the, all we saying is the the bars are set. You can ignore them or whatever. But I'm even, not saying the bars not even, set. They're not changing what they do based matter, off the code. No, I'm saying it don't even matter who you are. Like I remember when Victory Lap came out. When Victory Lap had dropped, he set the bar. So whatever projects, he even set the bar too high for Cole to reach. Because remember Cole dropped... Yes. Fucking KOD when Victory like even though Cole wasn't chasing this. It season. wasn't too hard for Cole to reach. Cole was just yeah. But let me finish. No, my, Cole was. Let me finish my no, point. That's Cole, not what I'm. That's not what I'm debating. All I'm saying is, the Victory Lap showed where the bar was for his uh, overall project. Now Cole could have went back to the lab. Was like, all right, I got to compete with this overall quality. Yeah, I'm not saying that they go change the whole thing, but yeah. I, there's there's no way that you don't think that they're going to tweak some shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't. That mean that that means you think they was making some Luke Mid shit already. You don't and they have had to, to make mid shit. You could be like, having. You can listen. That's the great thing about music. You can have the greatest shit in the tuck, and somebody can come with a full 360 mm-hmm. and fuck your whole shit up. So now you got to change course a little bit. I ain't saying you got to change the whole course. Right. You can change course a little bit. And if their album is good enough, similar to that Victory Lab, it can still out like. You know how some people be like, yo, let me go check check out this co album, and they're like, oh, that shit was trash. Let me let me turn this Nipsey back. You know how like people was doing yeah. that with Victory Lap. That can happen if you don't meet the criteria of what has already been set, and that's what that's good about Drake. Because when when artists do drop some shit, he have something that uh, could be tapped. That ain't you know that ain't I mean? saying that, that they worried better. or nothing yeah. like that. But I I if if I'm an artist and I hear that call, I'm like, all right. The, the competition is on now. Like, right. the, the, the throne, I see niggas is itching for this throne now yeah. and shit. And that shit should make, that shit gonna make, as an artist, and even Meech, you can't even deny this, as an artist, you can't sit right here and tell me that Drake, people like Drake and Kendrick, and even Cole to a degree, they know that their status is so big that you can't tell me that they're not always aiming to take the number one spot. No, of course. Of course they and that's all exactly my point. aspire by each other, but I don't think they... I'm not gonna keep reiterating the same shit over and over. I think they do, especially when you start talking that talk. Cause like Cole was talking that go talk, Drake was talking that go talk on that Nikki track, and like the uh, a prerequisite of the go talk is to have better music. Than hey, your could you imagine? Imagine, you know I mean? imagine Cole's, a Cole and Seth. I'm bar sorry, let's stop playing. Like Cole is not even close to Drake when it comes to the go talk. Like, oh, no, we're not, not even th- close. That's not what we did. We're just saying wherever the bar is established. Even if it, it don't even, it don't even have, it didn't even have to be cold. Whoever would have set the standard of here's the top quality, like even that's what you chasing like, now. Yeah, sure. like even we all said we don't really fuck with dude because he's a mechanic or whatever. But like when he dropped that album last year, like the bar was set for quality, and then Nas followed it up. So it was like these are what you have to do if you want, if you want. These are the quality of, of no, I get it. Out of the out of the big three. He, he out of the big three, he put pressure or whatever. Yeah. I'll say that he put pressure on them to make sure they come with come great with music yeah. as well. And I like that because a lot of artists are always say like like uh, Boogie, you know Westside Boogie. Yeah. He got a line. He was just like, "Yo, I have to listen to my old shit because none of y'all niggas are inspiring me at all and shit." Like, I think if they haven't heard the project, you know, sometimes they might send records to each other, or whatever. But if they're their first time listen to that shit, they're like, "Oh shit, all right, okay, I see what we on." You know what I mean? Almost like a feature when. Uh, 
Kendrick did control and everybody yeah. was like, oh, all right. It's go time, man. Niggas trying to rap for real. And Drake love, like, yo, niggas trying to rap for real. Kendrick, like, niggas trying to rap for real. Even the people that's below that tier might get motivated, like a Big Sean or a Wale. Like, oh, oh, it's go time. Like, niggas is rapping for real, for real. You know what I mean? Now, what I will give you, Meech, I, I, I'll give you this, and this is on the record right now. Um, with, with Baby doing all of these verses, and he's doing pretty good, I will say this. His, his next album... I agree. The pressure is on. Yeah, the, his his next album. Not only the pressure is on. I'm I'm going to even go a step further and say that he's going to deliver. But at what magnitude, though? Yo, that's where I'm. I'm that's oh, where that's I'm holding on point. right there. I'm that's just I'm you know, right there. You know what I just thought of? Ty Dolla, bro. Because he could be. You know how Ty Dolla was jumping. Get the on, fuck uh, out of here. No, listen to the point, bro. I'm not saying. I'm saying Ty Dolla was known as the dude that jump on everybody's shit and kill that shit, right? For yeah. his features, like. But Ty Dollar, I'm not saying he did it. I said that's you said the pressure is on. Remember how Ty Dollar was doing all of those features, but they was like, all right, let's see what he do on his own album. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, let me destroy this. And, and and will like what I'm saying is I'm talking when I say on album, everybody was uh, expecting Ty Dollar to like drop a that classic. I think, I think the only difference between that I'm not is, saying they're the same artist. No, no, no. I know that. No, I'm hold saying. on. Let me go. That's not that. That's a terrible example because Baby Last album was fire as yeah, fuck or whatever. So he didn't need. Everybody was waiting on Ty Dollar to see if you could drop the album and no more features and see if you can knock it out the park. Baby already did that. He ain't got nothing to prove when it comes to that or whatever. So. Well, I'm talking about in the magnitude. I'm talking about a this shit went number one. I'm talking, bro. I'm saying like I do that. Like how we were saying how Wayne has like. A Carter two, Carter three, like that, like impactful shit. That like, this is what that's, but that's what I mean. That's yeah, why I said I'm holding the bar right there. That's what I'm talking this about. Is, this baby, no, that's album, not what you was talking about. You was just up. making it seem like he need to show he can make an no, album. That's not what I'm saying. Like, you ain't said, that what he was just saying? No, I'm saying like, you can't. Stop trying to tell me what the fuck I'm trying to say. That's bro. what you just no, that's said. not what I'm trying to say, bro. I'm saying I, I already know he can make a project. I'm saying when you said the pressure's on, I am saying in a sense. I'm using Ty as an example. I'm not saying that. He followed the same trajectory that Ty, because Ty can't make an album at all. I'm saying the pressure is on as far as how, if, will he be able to drop a classic body of work that stands alone by itself? Just like how Carter 2, Carter 3 stood by itself. And it was like, you can look back 10 years from now and be like, yo, this album, you know, the Carter series, it just has, like, Take Care has that moment. It was like, yo, he did that shit. And like yeah. how Drake did it when he was featuring on everything, but then he came with Take Care and was like, Oh no, I agree. So I, saying, I said the pressure's on. That, and that, that's what I was comparing it. I'm not saying he had he found the same shit because Ty can't make it out. I, I was just saying he's bodying every feature that he's on. Now the pressure's on. Where will he drop a uh, impactful classic? But the body difference, of shit. I'm I, not saying he's following the same. Another difference is even outside of him, him already having a number one album or whatever, like. He 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 been dropping songs as well that's been doing great by themselves. So it's not like he's just on fe- features or whatever, and he don't have songs that's performing great or whatever. So he's doing it all across the board. I did the album. I'm doing songs. I'm doing features or whatever. And yeah, I do agree that the pressure is on now because like now you're putting yourself up at a high ass level. Right. We do that's need all to see. I'm saying. Right. That's I all agree. I'm saying too. That's all I'm saying. And I think you gonna knock is, that bitch out the park. This is fuck y'all talking this about. Is, that's the only thing I was saying. This this album right here for him will be the. It, it'd the, be the one. This is the stamp album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna call it that. This is the stamp album for him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and I think he's gonna Barry Bonds that bitch. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see though. Speaking of somebody who just uh, tried to, well, she didn't really drop a stamp album, but she just came out and she no, dropped a stamp mixtape. Yeah, she dropped uh, one of her uh, 
classic mixtape of 2010. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, beam me up, Scotty. So Nicki dropped um, beam me up, Scotty on all streaming platforms uh, on Friday, the same day Cole dropped his album, and um, she released three additional songs or three new songs added to the album: um, Sea Green, uh, Fractions, and I don't know the other song. What was the other one? Titty something. Titty or some weird shit like that. Um, some Caribbean vibe shit. Yeah. Or Titty Bitty. I forgot what it was. But I, I was listening to, or I was thinking, because me and Rico was having this conversation about uh, Nikki and like how she decided to release an uh, old mixtape. Because she would she, she decided to release an old mixtape to add two new songs, but now she's streaming the old mixtape. She's receiving streams from a mixtape that's like 10, 20, or what, like 12 Dog, that shit is 2009, years, yeah. Or 12 years, 12 years old. So, I wanted to ask, or like, yo, did, did she actually prove, or is she showing like a new way to release? Um, Let me go first. Yeah. I, yeah. One thing I will say, first off. Well, phrase it first. I ain't afraid that shit right at all. Uh, I was basically saying like, is, is Nikki going to start ushering, uh, ushering in another trend where artists should should uh benefit off their old mixtape uh music and shit. Right. Um one thing I will say, number one out the gate is um Nikki pretty much pressed a whole bunch of bitches and shit. Like she was just basically telling this when I when I I people looking at this and they're happy and I look at this like Nikki pretty much just telling niggas like my old shit is better than a whole bunch of these bitches new shit. You know what I'm saying? Like my old shit still slap harder than all this new shit y'all gonna have on. Like y'all gonna have to respect me and shit. Like right. this is it. Like I am the top. You know what I'm saying? Like I am the one that everybody has to reach for and shit. And to some degree she right and shit. Like right. it's about time like niggas just start giving Nikki her props and shit. Like um, she got the bars. She got the look. She got the cadence. She still to this day from a female rapper got one of the hardest verses on a song with Jay and Kanye. And I talking about monsters. Yes, that verse is still like legendary and shit. But even more of that along the side to the business side of it, as far as like the mixtape shit, I'm surprised that they even allowed that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a that's a huge thing. Like imagine if people was able to manipulate that where. They was taking all the streams from wherever it was previously at. That piff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And able to take that shit and put it on Spotify. Because they're not getting paid for those that piff streams at all. At all. Remember remember when we was growing up, people uh that piff was paying people for uh mixtapes and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? They was actually paying the artists. The streams wasn't, but um I, I feel like it's gonna be some real interesting implications to this. Yeah. I will say Hold I, on, hold on. I'm gonna pass you out that for this. But uh, I mean how how I was thinking about it was like this is because like first we had what Cole was talking about on that intro track of like everyone all the artists was dropping like 30 song albums just yeah. trying to go platinum and they, trying to get streams up and they barely got 100k uh, whatever now the new way and then Nick I just realized Nicki kind of been setting the standard for what the new wave is how to finesse you know what I mean because like remember she started the but like she was doing the bundles and all of that like she was like yo you buy my you buy a t-shirt, blah, 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 and then you get the album. They was kind of, they was pretty I think much, Travis Scott did that. She was upset about that. Travis Scott did what? He did the bundle first. Nikki was upset, so she definitely oh, yeah, started that's playing. How it well, she was doing, she was doing the bundles. She was doing the bundles. But my overall point is, she's not afraid to do, uh, to try new things as far as like how to manipulate the streaming game. And like her, uh, current thing is like releasing the old mixtape. And I, I think, 
Especially from our generation, the mixtape era generation with the like the the Wale's, the J Cole's, the Big Sean's, like all these dudes who dropped the Kendricks who had like classic mixtapes, but the mixtapes never got on streaming service. They all sit on like a that piff or a hot new hip hop, and they're not getting paid for those streams. I think Nicki, it, she's about to far as major artists, not because it was it was um, artists that may have did it, but they wasn't on the grand on the same uh, scale as a Nicki Minaj. So like. If she shows them, like, yo, drop your old work, because there's a lot of people who still haven't heard some of that. Like, somebody who's not a fan, like me, like, I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan. I didn't even realize that that was an old project until, you know, I kept seeing people on Twitter talking about, like, yeah, this came out in 2009. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So I think, similar to people who don't know about her project, you can have an artist like a J. Cole, or you can even have somebody like Drake to drop Comeback Season. Most people who aren't, like, what was on that train way back when a room for improvement like yo i'm gonna drop all of my old stuff get y'all two or three new songs and we're gonna eat off of these streams too although as long as it's uh original music you know what i mean like how you can't like um, wayne couldn't drop like a dedication and like he has like still tipping like all these old beats that they aren't your songs you, you can't really profit from them but somebody like somebody like a cole or a wale where they had original content like more about none had Original beats, original stuff. He could have dropped that as a, as a uh, on a streaming series, drop two new songs and do like some anniversary of more about nothing. I think she can usher in that way, especially for that current uh, crop of rap rappers. I'm interested to see if other artists will follow her. Uh, so other major artists. Before you go, Meech, it was fun seeing a whole bunch of people calling this new music, and you just it, it as a hip hop person, it just made me so happy to know that I was alive. To, um, not only was I alive, but I was present and and had the know it all to know that like uh, this type of shit right here is what made music what it is today and shit. Like regardless of what people say, like Nicki is a is a footprint in hip hop and shit. Yeah, I will say, as far as people releasing their old projects or mixtapes and putting it on the streaming services or whatever, like that's cool. But I like the way she did it with releasing new music on the old music or whatever, because it, it will make you go listen to the old music or whatever, and it give you something to look forward to if you all was already a fan. So it give me new music and it refreshed me with the old. Now I will say, in her case, when I re-listened to the old shit, her shit sounded dated. I ain't gonna lie. Like some of the people come out and some of their music just sound timeless or whatever, and it's fine. Like Drake and I believe Cole got some timeless shit, but whatever. When I was re-listening to her shit, I was like, this is kind of why people was over Nicki and shit. Because, like, some of these same flows and all of this shit you was doing then, you still do now and shit or whatever. And it's like, yo, this might be a detriment or whatever to some artists. Like, damn, you haven't... It, it can actually show us how less you progressed and shit or whatever. So, That's a good point. Yeah, when I was listening, I'm like, eh. And I was one of them niggas at first. When, she, when I seen Beam Up, I was like, what the fuck? She dropped a new album? Because uh, I knew she was working on some shit. And I was looking at the track list. I'm like, wait. Some of this shit. First, when when I seen Seeing Green, I'm like, okay. So this is definitely a new album. And when also, when I seen when I, um, when I seen it, I was like, okay. So you leading with, uh, with Nicki and uh, Drake and shit. At first, I thought. That was a weak move because I'm like, damn, you need them to, you know, hold you up and shit like crutches or whatever. Double entendre because Drake spoke about crutches on the verse or whatever. But once I realized what it was, I was like, okay, that's smart or whatever. But some artists, like I said, be careful. It can show how you didn't show improve and shit. That's a good ass perspective right there. Because I was just thinking, like, let's say you are 
uh, artists like uh, Cole or Wale and like some of your best work with your mixtapes, you know what I mean? And then people can actively compare like some artists might be scared of their password to even get Big that. Big Sean is the perfect person. Oh, uh, yeah. Detroit, yeah, De- too. De- I mean, Detroit is his best body of work. Yeah, Detroit. Sure. I still like Finally Famous, the mixtape. Like yeah, the, uh, I agree. Uh, yeah, fin- like if he, if he showed people like Detroit and Finally Famous, the mixtape, people are like, wait, this how you was becoming in the like game? Him, you was doing this? Earth like, what's up all this pop shit that you got going on, man? Yeah, and a lot of people are slaves to their mixtape success, too. You know what I mean? Because, like, you might have peaked way early before you got popping. I know a couple artists who did that. Like, they got way big before. Like, remember XV? Like, he had... <laughs> the Rich Kids. Rich Kids, XV, <laughs> this dude named Quest. Like, we used to listen to XV all Charles the time. Hamilton. Charles Hamilton. <laughs> but remember that XV tape when he had yeah. Neo and all of that I shit? I feel so awesome. Yeah, How bruh. you feel awesome? And yeah. we had the, such high hopes for, for that dude. We was thinking, like, all right, he's up next. And then he dropped one of the worst albums ever. No, nah, I've never had this shit. Dude, you know, but you know. Like, well, I do wear glasses now. You know, what, you know one good story. This nigga wear glasses. You know one good story where a person had bad mixtapes who actually made uh Hey, that's a good thing. Shit? Go ahead. Nah, I was just thinking, like, could you make it? Could you make it a rap if you a funny looking nigga and shit? Nah, like, well, Freddie Gibbs <laughs> proving us wrong. <laughs> Shut up, Is man. he, though? Because he ain't really... Bruh, uh, old boy that got the twisted face, he out here thriving and shit. Oh, Conway and shit. Nigga, I'll be speaking that shit. Dude, be telling a million <laughs> records looking like somebody smacked But he be cop. speaking some real. Like, people, no, Conway be going people believe no, what he I, said. I mean, Sam, like, he's a weird looking ass. I'm dude, saying, bro. no, he, he's a weird looking street nigga. If you just a weird looking regular person and shit, like. Nah, have you ever seen that nigga? No, I said, like I seen Conway. No, I said, Conway is a. He's a weird looking street nigga. It's, it's different versus you just a regular funny looking nigga, but you ain't come from the streets. You just a funny looking no, nigga. No, I'm talking about beside the street. Conway just a weird looking human being and shit. You oh. not understand that the street element helped keep well, yeah, him afloat he got or whatever. His brains blew out and shit. If you so. just yeah, so people can be like, that's why he look like that, or that's why Fifty talk like that. But uh, if you yeah. just a funny looking ass nigga and shit, and you have mm-hmm. nothing backing you as far as streets, like, can you yeah. really make it in rap? That's why Charles Hamilton. Because I don't know that dude little Tekka was trying and shit. Yeah, like, but how long did that last? Like, cause he another nerdy looking ass nigga. Like, that's what I said. He I had said a couple he songs because yeah. I got some of his shit on my playlist, and I they like go. That song with him and a boogie. But after, after a while, after you start looking at this computer geek, like I smack the shit out of him. <laughs> I told him whatever. to was. It's like yo, and then once I see Mary J. Blige just uh, punch him in his shit, I was like, Damn, nah. Like, um, but I was, what I was gonna say is uh, one artist that that had like some okay mixtapes, but had a, a, a thriving rap career back in the day was uh, Bob and shit. Okay. B.O.B. was one of those artists where uh, his mixtapes wasn't all of that, but on the music side of shit, he started making some big-ass smashes and shit. Mm-hmm. I think you got that twisted. He blew the fuck up once he started making albums. Like That's his, what I'm saying. His music was better when he's making mixtapes, but he blew the fuck up when no, he became I, I feel an like, album artist. I think that's the I think the opposite of shit. I think he made better music out on albums than he did uh, mixtapes. His his mixtapes was amazing. And yeah, shit. you definitely. His albums was what people was like. What the fuck? Because remember, remember yeah, people, I agree. people to, was like, "Yo, who the fuck is this?" Everybody like, was trying to say he's the next Andre. Everyone they thought he was gonna be the next Andre. Then his albums was like went to like some pop weird shit. And it was like, I mean, yeah. he had some hits on them. No, he had some good mixtapes and shit. I mean, there ain't no denying that. But we ain't gonna sit right here and act like he had uh, fucking smashes like on mixtapes and shit. Oh, no, like, he didn't have the artist that the artist that we talking about had fucking smashes yeah, on mixtapes. All and I'm shit. saying is like because his albums was hella trash. I think that's what them they're dead at his. Nah, nah. I, I feel the complete opposite. You know who I feel like that 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 same sentiment that you just said, Meech and Trey. I feel like that for Wiz and shit. 
I feel like Wiz mixtapes was way better than his albums. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, you smoking. His first album was a fucking classic. Well, Chris okay. Orange is Rolling good. Papers. Yeah. Rolling I, Papers is a fucking no, classic. No, Rolling Papers is good, but I, I probably would good. take... It's a classic. I probably would take... Um, Chris Orange is way better. Yeah, I was definitely saying. Chris Orange Juice and Rolling Papers is neck to neck and shit. Chris uh, Orange Juice was damn near one of the greatest. I don't, and I didn't even fucking smoke yeah. weed. That, that shit was up. That shit dropped when Cole dropped Friday Night Lights and all that shit. That shit was right there. No, of course it was. Mesmerize is still one of the yeah, coldest yeah. songs ever. Uh, shit. Uh, Bro, Rolling uh, Papers, y'all uh, need to go back and do uh, your no, research. No, I listened to Rolling Papers not that long ago yeah. and shit. Chris uh, Orange is his best project ever and shit. He, he has never outdone that. And we're going to have to start giving Wiz some flowers and shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm Just as a sidebar, I think that's one of the things I'm gonna just start doing on the pod, just giving old week. niggas like they flowers. So today I'm giving Wiz his flowers and shit because yeah, Wiz yeah. had a Wiz had a nice couple of runs and shit. That's a whole fig old fact though. But we was telling that Nikki shit, and we really didn't get into it. But like, um, she the song that kind of stood out to me on that project was that Seeing Green, um, and that's the song with Lil Wayne, Drake, and Nikki, and. That song actually had, um, to me, it had, that was a long, that was a time when I, I actually seen a, a peak Drake and a peak Wayne on the same song. Yeah. And it was, I, that's a great assessment. Like, because normally it'll be like Drake could be fired and Wayne would say some, some trash or Wayne would say something amazing and Drake could say something like, okay, but it'll never be like, they both was in their element and in their bag at the same time. Um, that song... That showed me, like, hey, the rap game needs to start to get scared a little bit, yo. They need to start. To, they, I think the rap game needs to be, because I've been seeing it. I've been seeing it every now and then. And everything that Wayne is touching is starting to show me, like, he's getting back to, like, that 08, 09 Wayne and shit. Like, that call, that cowboy shit when he was uh, spazzing on that shit. That fucking Big Sean song. And then this uh, verse. I'm like, and he had set a bar on that on this Nicki verse that let me know, like, it, although itself is kind of fucked up that like we we know like the best version of Wayne is like drugged out like Wayne on drugs and all that shit because on, on this uh, song he said he's back on, uh, on on capsules and he didn't relapse and all that shit and I was just like damn but I'm here for that shit you know what I mean because like back then when he was dropping all those amazing projects dude was high out of his damn mind so it's kind of fucked up but I think we might we finna start getting what we was expecting Wayne to do because you remember there was a time right before Car- right after Carter three when Wayne was about to go crazy and then he went to jail and then remember he came out of jail and he was like sober and he was just like hella trash and shit and uh, I was I thought it was over for him for a little while but now I think even he said that shit on the song like yo y'all cause you know how he got pardoned from Trump and all that shit and then he was like yo I might. He's like, if I go back to jail, then y'all just gotta, <laughs> y'all just gotta come and visit. But I'm, I still might be out here doing dumb shit. So I don't know. I think Wayne is back in his bag, and Drake was saying some fly ass shit. But I got, if I'm saying who had the overall best verse on that shit, I'm giving a slight edge to Wayne. But that nigga blacked the fuck out. Yeah, I feel like they, they, I feel like they all did great on that or whatever. It was, it was great to hear all three of them on the song again, or whatever, and. When it comes to, like, rapping, rapping, to me, Wayne is the best rapper. Like, when it comes to just rapping and shit, he's the best rapper as far as flows, flipping, flipping words, you know what I'm saying, wordplay, just, he rap better than niggas and shit as just a sport or whatever. Now, do he make the best music than niggas? No, or whatever, but on that particular song, I thought he set the bar, like, how y'all said Cole set the bar or whatever, 
just by his verse being number being first or whatever, he set the bar or whatever. And now that I gave it time and listened to it, I agree. I feel Wayne slightly as Drake too or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like Drake was talking some fly shit and was, you know what I'm saying? And I'll give Nikki her props. Like her verse started off kind of shaky and shit or whatever, but like she started to progress later on in her verse or whatever. Enough to be like, okay, it was cool for you to be on the song as well or whatever. So I will say Wayne had the better verse. And that's that shit. Like Jimmy Rico, how you feel about that shit? Um, first off, I'm gonna say Drake is King Slime back. Um, oh yeah, about talking about old girl. Yeah, he he talked about the whole uh, breakup shit. Uh, oh yeah, I heard that shit. Yeah, uh, but we don't know if he's talking about her in particular. But we all know, definitely that shit talked just, that shit. I was just gonna say that shit was way too coincidental. Eight years, dudes talking about they was in a relationship for eight years. But oh, I didn't even catch that. Oh yeah. shit, he's definitely talking about saying? that. Hell yeah, yeah fucking slime boy. And he said, he said, I fuck her like her new husband. Yeah, God like, damn, he, hey, he a fucking dog. Hey, I'm not gonna lie though, from a nigga that's. Somewhat in a similar position. When I heard that bar, I was like, yeah, that shit hit a little different when you kind of live in that shit or whatever. That shit's but, wild as hell. But no, nah, continue though. I didn't but, even catch that shit. Yeah, he a wild I'll, nigga for that. <laughs> I, was, I had to tell Trey nah, in the nah, back Now nah that you said that, now nah, he got the better verse of shit. Because <laughs> like, I, did, I did send that to my guy and shit, but I didn't. I just thought that was a clever line. But now I just thought like, oh shit. I mean, that was literally the situation yeah, or whatever. Even, even if it ain't the situation, you can't tell me how coincidental that is. Oh, no, no. It ain't coincidental. That he was talking directly. Who <laughs> say your girl is better in the morning like a slice of pizza? I had to hit her with a nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, he had a but better no, verse. Uh, nah, nah, wait a minute. He was nah, fucking the shit out of new girls. No, nah, Drake had the more Drake had the more dis- disrespectful. Man, they weren't even about that, no skills. About hey, I'm having fun sexing your girl and shit. Yeah, nah, no, that's Wayne, why he wins and shit. His shit came with real proof and shit. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne was just. Going I'm just so happy nuts. to hear. I'm just so happy to hear all three of them on a track. Yeah. But I'm I'm more or less happy, like you said, Trey. This is this is what people, uh, fans of them people wanted and shit. Like we wanted to see what would happen when a prime Drake and a prime Wayne actually was on a song together and shit. Like right. not just not just you know just rapping. Like these niggas was putting some effort into yeah. it. And hey, shit. I love that Wayne bar though when he came in when he said uh, he said you was a good cat. My bad, dog. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, that shit was hard. He was going hell. crazy. I was like, yeah. oh, nigga shit. Nigga said, I can bear you six feet and call that social distance. Oh, uh, yeah. But no, you know what, what's, what's a, a major uh, dope shit about how Wayne rapped that I know a lot of people don't do? His breath control is fucking amazing. Shit. Like, and whenever Wayne started getting to these bars and shit, like, uh, it was one set up when he was talking about um the vacuum and shit like yeah. he's like an, he's an album oh, yeah, vacuum he's like, if you pay attention to how he don't stop like he'll just keep going like and you think like most rappers they'll pause like or even that even that other structure when he was talking about I got a whole out of Atlanta she a whole out of Atlanta he's like yeah we know or whatever oh, yeah. I was like yo that shit this nigga sick hell. bro yeah, nah, he, he that's so- what I said like as far as rapping ability he's better than everybody when it comes to like I can naturally out rap all of y'all whatever yeah. I just rap better and then he said uh, what he say about um he said uh he said, "You the man in your city." He said, "Every since the pandemic started, uh, I've been screaming free Drake." You know, I like how Drake is stuck in uh, Canada because of the uh, the border shit. That shit was. I was like, "Damn, yo, what?" That's to, that's when I know Wayne is like back in his bag. One, he'll say shit that's like extremely relevant, and it's like. It's some. It's relevant to the. I don't time. know though. Drake was talking some fly shit though. When he said y'all you. can't trouble me at the double tree. And oh shit. yeah, but Drake always had those like hotel bars and yeah, shit. Nah. I, I, I've said this and I stand behind this. 
if Wayne don't drop another album, I am one million percent okay with that because his verses lately, Wayne has been stepping up to the plate and shit. I think I think even the I think. The, the, that's what I would I'm, love if somebody else took direction of Wayne out. That's the only way that I take it. Yeah, we had that whole thing. That's the only way I take it. Yeah, and I think I think I think he's gonna do that shit though. I definitely think he's gonna do that shit. But yeah, this is it, it's a lot of music that we had to cover. So I'm hella happy. I was fucking thrilled. We got the big uh, big steppers back out here. So now I'm just waiting to see what Kendrick got if he ain't officially retired. Hey, nobody know what the hell Kendrick doing. No, that's a like, fact. You know what I mean? He might be... Because I don't know. I remember on Damn, he was talking about all the personal shit that was going on in his family life and all that wild shit. Like, you know, niggas was like... Hey, it's probably a lot of shit that we all know about. And then we waiting on Drake. And Drake actually was supposed to drop in January. Remember, he had dropped the... Uh, yeah. Man, he just... The commercial it, and everything. Yeah, he puts everything back. So, um... We gonna kind of get off our music shit, but yeah, make sure I go check out that Cole album, go check out that Nicki uh, mixtape, but mainly just see it, seeing Green. And, uh, it was a whole bunch of other shit that dropped too. Mac Aries dropped another scene. Man, that's my shit. Yeah, you know I mean, so I was listening to that on the way here. Hey, no, shout out to that song you put in the uh, playlist. Like this, how I know this shit was fire. I was playing it a lot, and literally Aries started singing it or oh, whatever. Like, oh shit! No, literally, like he just—he couldn't even help it. I'm like, yeah, this shit is too goddamn oh, fire. That shit's fire. Yeah. Shout out to Musty uh, Jameson. Yeah, dude, Musty as hell. And I met that <laughs> concert, but nah, bro, he gave an amazing concert. But now we want to get to some weird ass uh, chatty patty bullshit that's been going oh, on in our man. in our space in the in the. In the Joe Button podcast drama, first you know the fat I mean? boys break up. Now every day I wake up, somebody, somebody got, got some, problem with Joe. Yeah, there you go. Somebody got problem with Joe. And so, just to give y'all a quick synopsis of what the latest uh, issues are with Joe Button podcast. So he dropped the podcast this week, and um, it was pretty much airing out his co-hosts. And we went over this last or last episode how we talking about what they should do and like who was in the room, blah, blah, blah. It's clear as day that Joe Budden is uh, fucked up for how he's handling this whole situation. And what's happening is, so he dropped the podcast Tuesday um, and the podcast was pretty much Joe talking to no one. Like he had uh, Rory's chair, which was like on the couch and then Ma's empty chair. And he wanted to build the narrative that they just left the ship high and dry and all this. You know what I mean? When the thing was, Joe was just doing some fucked up shit. Because Rory and Ma both wanted more insight into the account. Like, yo, where is going where? And Joe whole thing is like, yo, I built this. I own the IP. This is my fucking podcast. So... They got into their beefs or whatever, and they just like, man, fuck this. You starting this another pile with these niggas. I already told you I wasn't fucking with it. You still spitting in our face and shit, telling us, you know, shit is shit. So Joe, on the episode this week, he then goes, airs out their dirty line to talk about the contract, talk about, like, yo, y'all niggas pretty much work for me. Then he fired Rory on air, you know what I mean, and handled that shit hella fucking messy. So, how do y'all feel? Th- how, how, what, how, what's y'all feelings about all this shit? These niggas. First off, I want to say that they are liars, all three of them. Well, no, just Rory. Rory and Joe are liars. Rory is a liar because um, I think last week or the week prior to that, he had put it up a, a tweet basically, basically lying and saying that it wasn't about accounting and funds and shit like that. Um, and Joe is a liar because of the narrative that he was pushing. Um, I still do support them in this whole 
you know what I'm saying? Um, them versus Joe situation. Only, only, the Wait, only. Who you support? I support uh, Rory and Maul and shit. I support them for, um, even more or less Rory and shit. And I'm be honest with you. If I've been there nine episodes out of the four hundred and what thirty one or some right. shit like that, whatever the case may be, I fam, I there's no way I shouldn't have some kind of ownership in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's even if it's five percent of the pie, you know what I'm saying? Like, but to Joe's defense, what what he one thing I do agree with is he said if you bring everything, you eat different. And I bring everything. I eat different. Mm-hmm. And if he's the one that's putting all the money up for shit, like, how can you really, you know what I'm saying? How are you asking for a counter or anything like that if I'm the one that's putting my face on everything? You know what I'm saying? And hindsight looking at it, when he told Ma that it wasn't his business, I reacted, uh, I reacted wrong. Technically, it wasn't his business because Joe isn't the person that's in there signing all the contracts and shit either. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I I still do feel like you mean Joe Joe is the person. Signing? Yeah, Joe is. Ma, I said Ma wasn't. Ma wasn't. A, Ma ain't the person that was in Spotify. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't the person that was in Miami with Joe when they was doing the Spotify deal and shit like that. It was. It sounded like it was just Joe and Ian and shit. You know what I'm saying? So when he told Ma, technically it's none of your business about the business and shit. I mean, technically he was right. But, but no, that's part of the problem. Like, why are we not allowed to be in these places? Agreed. Why? That's what I agree. Yeah, I agree. So that, that's all, that's how I was looking at it. It was like, yeah, the stuff he was saying wasn't wrong. You know what I mean? As far as like taking on the most risk, putting the most financial yeah, commitment, yeah, yeah. starting it, you create the IP, you create the idea. I'm not against that. It's Me more either. so how he went about the situation. Exactly. It's how he decided to air his quote unquote friends out online. How he always telling he the reason he left complex because they wasn't being transparent to him what was in his contract and what the books were on his shit the same shit with them and then also how he escalated the situation it didn't even have to go this far it was literally like he damn near kind of pushed him out the door if you really pay attention to it because it's like if the original issue just started because rory was like joe was like yeah i'm not feeling this shit you trying to act because we got the real story that it wasn't really about respect or like worry offering his hand. It was about worry wanting to order the books or whatever. He was like, well, yeah, once you order the books, this is whatever. They should have had, they could have had a discussion where they didn't even have to get to this next level. It could have been like, yo, here's what it is, blah, blah, blah. But Joe took that as some offense, some offense to it, but he could just look at it like, all right, yo, here's what's going to happen. Either you like they could have they could have had a discussion on what all the rules and everything were as far as like when when they asked to see the books and then Joe could have been like nah that won't happen X Y Z and if you don't uh, agree then you guys are free to leave he could have had something like that but instead he then go say don't show up exclamation you know doing all this extra shit then having a screaming match it was more so, and then blasting him on a public platform where he because they could have handled all this shit behind. Doors, Quick sidebar you know I mean? too, so I can let you get back to your point. Sorry for cutting you off. Another thing that I noticed too no, is don't it, let that again. <laughs> another thing I noticed too is it sound like <laughs> this dirty ass thing. It it only sound like Maury. It, it only Maury. sound like yeah. Niggas already forgot. That's how you know we already forgot. <laughs> we already moved on and shit. Like nigga, new I said it sounded like Rory and Maul was the only two people that had enough nuts to actually speak to Joe about this. It sounded like everybody else was okay. Like, I mean, I get it. I get it from that stand, from their standpoint, but I also get it. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
technically, I would agree with Joe. If he's saying, like, yo, y'all only come here this two times out the week. Right, 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 right. And outside of this shit, y'all niggas, y'all just take whatever payments is, and then y'all do whatever. Me, I got to do the editing. I'm paying for editing. I'm paying for studio. I'm doing... I'm paying for whatever social media shit I'm doing. Right, right, right. I'm paying whoever got to do what. I'm I'm doing all this extra shit. He said he was giving out raises when they didn't even have a deal. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm not even disagreeing with that portion of like, nah, y'all don't get ownership, y'all. But I, I disagree with him airing them out as I, because I remember they had a discussion about this and Joe specifically said, we are brothers, we are friends, we do this as a group, that type of shit. And then he looked. If they were random dudes and they wasn't considered friends or family, or whatever, and like you just like yo, it is what it is, like that's what it is. But he went against everything that he was preaching, everything that he preached. That's kind of what made me because it was like if he never preached that, I'm like yo, I agree with Joe. But it's almost like he just literally he became what he always said he would never become. You know what I mean? He became a complex of like, nah, Joe, you can't look at your uh, blah, blah, blah. Nah, you can't get ownership. And remember, I remember Joe was pissed off. I remember Joe was like, yo, I created everyday struggle. I should have a blah. And it was like, nah, this is our shit. And remember, he got fucking pissed off with yeah, that but shit. You, you, All right, let me go. Let me yeah, go because y'all been speaking. Ahead. I feel, I feel Joe feels the difference between this situation with the Joe Bum podcast and his previous situations with other uh, other situations is I feel Joe feel like well when I was in other situations such as everyday struggle like I am the reason y'all getting this money from this show or whatever I think he looking at Rory and Mars like you know y'all are great to the show but if I leave this show this show ain't the show anymore or whatever like y'all are not responsible for for what the show is or whatever y'all play a part in this but y'all not responsible now I do agree the way he went about it was like some of the foulest shit I ever seen. Like, I feel like he exposed himself as being a snake. Like, you was never friends with Rory. Like, you let your all all his personal feelings about how he feel about Rory came out live on air and shit. To me, the people that's laughing at this the most is the women that dealt with Joe and shit. Like, yo, we tried to tell y'all about this nigga for years on years on years on years. Y'all just thought we had some thoughts and he was moving along to different women. He been doing this shit his entire fucking public relation life or whatever. So I think the women is like, yo, we told y'all or whatever. And then like, as far as his team or whatever, like, I don't agree with all the yes man shit or whatever. Like, it, it's okay to challenge the, the the boss or whatever and look, you know, try to see what's going on as far as the contracts. Now, if they wrong, they wrong or whatever. And we deal with that eternally or whatever. But like, you don't go on air and fire me and blast me and like, now you got us out here looking like fools and shit or whatever. Like, it's like you you want our demise and shit or whatever. And, 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 like, even if he no longer fuck with Rory, like, he was still speaking ill on Maul as well. Like, he didn't, like, do Maul like he did Rory as far as firing him, but it, you damn near did or whatever. And, like, you, you can't expect Maul to come back to that shit right. either. Like, what and, the fuck? Like, he took shots. He was taking shots. Like, he was taking hella fucking shots. Like, yo... And then he was talking to them like they was kids, like they illiterate, like they don't understand they contract and shit or whatever. Like, at the end of the day, these are two grown ass men and they do feel like, well, we brought some value to this shit or whatever. Like, the value that we brought has made this the Joe Button podcast or whatever. Like, it didn't just turn into this shit based off of you. Like, it was the collection of all of us. So, if we are wrong or whatever, as far as our, you know, wants and demands or whatever, that's fine. Let's figure that out. But you don't have to like disrespect us and just the way he did it was just it, it was like some of the foulest shit to me it, it looked at like a kanye breakdown and shit like 
everybody knows he struggled over the years as far as like mental problems and shit or whatever. Like it looked like he just fucking losing his shit or whatever. And then I think, I think the fact that Maul is like not riding with Rory, but just he he on the side of Rory right now was really fucking with Joe or whatever because he just thought Maul's supposed to be like the rest of the crew and be a yes man and just you know fuck Rory and we're just gonna keep it going like. To me, like, you can't do that. Like, if we show that we'll just kick Rory out, who the fuck want to work with us? Like, we'll show we'll do anybody like that if you're not a part of the team, for mm-hmm. real, for real. So, yeah, he just, yeah. I don't know. He just, I feel like he just just going egotistical and losing uh, his yeah. shit. Like, yeah, I mean, I think he's back to that egotistic, you know what I mean? And, like, if you ain't with me, you're against me type of deal. Even if, like, you have to agree with how I'm handling the shit. Even if... Like I said, even if he is right. So basically, you are poor Joe and shit. Yeah. Because you think the same way. Yeah. Well, I'm saying I agree. I agree with Joe's stance, but I just didn't agree with how he went about handling it. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't disrespect. Like, how he decided to let me expose y'all on air with y'all contracts. Not only that, let me shoot some shots. Let me talk about how Ma was a bum that lived on my fucking couch. Yeah, that shit was beyond disrespectful. Like, yo. And then he was pretty much saying, yo, your value is only based on me. You ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like. For first off, if I'm not throwing shots, if you're not tricking, because Maul ain't trade shots with Joe. Even when they was on the show, remember Maul was like, yo, it was about respect with me. You know, he well, Maul like, did those shots when he was just saying, I guess I'm just building. No, 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 no. I'm, just, I'm talking about, but they was there. I'm here with you. Like, you're not away. I'm not on online talking about some, yo, Maul, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, uh, also, then the, the foul of shit I think he did was like how he was like, um, Pretty much like on the X side, you know what I mean? Like how he just said, "All right, let me go on and say." Yo. Yeah, that shit was beyond corny. He was like, "Yo, like yo," and then even Parks was like, "I'm not gonna lie, I've been watching those X videos." Yeah, no, that like, shit was beyond. Like to me, they just exposed themselves as fucking cornballs. Like y'all niggas was snaking in, in the yeah. garden the whole time or whatever. Like y'all know we don't fuck with act, act yeah. don't fuck with us. He look, he he want to be the reason of our demise and shit right. or whatever. And y'all building him up. Or whatever, like get the fuck out of wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. I got a, I got a small take on that. Um, and my small take is that shit would have never went down the way it did had Rory not did the shit that he did. It's a chain reaction and shit. Hey, yeah, I'm not against that. All I'm saying is, and y'all can't, and niggas can't be mad. But at I gotta ha- no, we're not. Hold on, it have to be accountability nah, we, for act two. No, hold on, because I'm getting tired of like. No, no, no. Hold on, Tammy, I mean, you just talk. Let me, let me just get this. All I'm, all I'm saying is. To Rory, or I talk about the car dude Rory and shit. And that shit's a lot about car Rico Rory. That's just crazy shit. But nah, one thing I was saying was, yeah, Rory was out of line in doing that. All I'm saying is, you can get your point across, but you don't have to add extra uh, salt to the wound. You already know Rory and Act is beefing, but you supposed to be my friend. You know what I mean? That's like if me and you start beefing, and I know somebody that don't like you at all, and we have beef on the podcast. And I just side with the dude that don't like you. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, we're supposed to be boys. You know what I mean? So, like, if we're supposed to be boys, even when I, if what I did was foul, I'm not going to try to expose you and team up with the dude that I know don't like me at all and shit. So, you can say whatever you want to say about what we did was wrong. What Joe did by taking fucking outside and shit, that was some fucking corny ass shit right there and shit. But what... And I'm saying that's your man, though. That's your boy. Like, yeah, you don't side like, with that. Just, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That's basic friendship laws. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you my friend, whether you right or wrong, I'm gonna take your side. Now, when the situation resolves itself, I will let you know that you was wrong. But in the midst of that shit, I got your back. And that's... That's basic friendship knowledge. But he didn't take Axide until yes, this he did. whole... He didn't take Axide until this whole He didn't take Axide at thing. all. He didn't, he, he didn't take Axide. It's like, yo, either you... 
yo, we boys, you shouldn't be let you know act. You shouldn't be letting him shoot shots at us without us Facts. going back at this nigga and, or whatever. And listen, I'm not. Joe I'm not did listening. say he told them like, y'all want, you know, what's up? Y'all ready to go or whatever? But like, and you know, act. You could have reached out to act like, yo, is it a way you know we can fix this or whatever? But whatever. It yeah, is. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is if. As, as okay, if you want to be a, a mutual party to both parties, right? Wouldn't you think the safest thing to be is to just shut up and just kind of like hope that everything I hash out and shit? If if you want to be a mutual party, yeah, but I'm saying he he was Rory's man before he was an axe dude and shit. He knew Rory way longer. He, he I'm not disagreeing with that, but Rory shit. also put himself in that position. I'm not saying he didn't, but I'm your friend. You literally just met Axe. I was there way before. I was there four or five years before. Okay, so what happens when your friends lie to your face and tell you that they did do something? I just told you, you take your friend, you cover your friend. When the situation is over with, then you address your friend like he was wrong. You don't fucking right in the middle of that shit turn on your friend. Like I'm not saying that he got to turn on his friend, but what I'm telling y'all is, is, is business, is business at hand, right? Just hear me out for a second. It's business at hand, right? Let's just say hypothetically, it's a hundred million dollars on the line, like he said, right? The whole internet is buzzing around. Hey, Roy just did this. Now, Ak is on a tirade. Yo, Roy did this. I'm telling you he did this. I'm telling you he did this. I'm telling you he did this. To play devil's advocate, Joe wasn't doing nothing but trying to protect the brand and get the bag for them to eat in the first place. But Him staying out of it. Nah, so no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the only thing that's fucked up because he wasn't protecting the brand. You know why? He before Rory ever even sent that shit, he was allowing them to devalue his co-host every fucking day and shit. So every time Act made those videos talking about how they was just workers and they was not, they were terrible at their fucking job. Joe could have stepped in and be like, "Yo, you kind of taking, you making the perception of my co-host look bad, which also, at, as a larger effect, affects the overall brand of my podcast because they are." Integral members of the podcast. I'm talking about before because Ak was making those videos before. I know uh, he was. So I'm saying the fact that Joe never. But stepped, they was going back and forth though. No, I'm, no. Rory said one thing on a fucking podcast, and then Ak just took that shit and, and went ham. Mars never went that, back listen, and forth. One with, thing. Uh, one thing with, about uh, with Ak and shit. One thing about war, my nigga. It's always gonna be a war. If somebody do something to you, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't do nothing they, to him. They was calling Act Corny for a while, bro. All I'm, I'm they they have been on Act Neck, and that's that's this is my problem with niggas. Don't sit right here and poke a nigga, and then when he finally decide to poke back and he poke a little bit harder, motherfuckers want to bitch up. Nah, take your hits. Bro, you, you put yourself in this position. Take your fucking hits. And if you really, I'm and, and I'm being honest with you. If Rory really felt that strongly about it, he could have he could have hollered at Ak himself too. Nah, but that that's that's not what we're saying though. We're talking about in a sense, like you said, you said Joe is trying to protect his brand. Joe knows the perception of people telling attacks at his brand, and like you said, he had direct contact with Ak. He could have still hit up Ak and be like, "Yo." I know y'all got beef and blah blah blah, but yo, let's keep it, or let's I can get y'all to talk or whatever, whatever y'all trying to do, but let's try to keep the public insults to a minimum based on our overall brand, or we gonna have to attack together. You know what I mean? Because that's all Joe could have said. Now, if you saying they had beef, they had, they was poking whatever, whatever, but in the, the day, this is your show. Just like if you had beef with somebody, and we was talking about somebody in whatever, you know what I mean? That was your people, but you, you was like, nah, I don't fuck with them niggas. You like, took a shot. And I knew him and shit, you know what I mean? But I'm like, they started going ham on you all the fucking time and shit. They was like my boys and shit, but I'm like, yo, yeah, I ain't gonna just let niggas come at you and shit. Or just like, you know what I mean? If you, if you still my boy and shit, right. I'm not just gonna just watch niggas. Even if they in my home, I'm like, bruh, we, we can't do that shit. At, first off, if it's affecting 
if he coming at y'all based on what y'all do on my on, on the fucking podcast and shit, and this is our brand and shit, at the end of the day, as a total brand, they're they're uh, the rocks that they're throwing at y'all niggas on affect our overall brand and shit. Oh, and I mean, let me just say this is this is just me playing devil advocate. I I'm. I'm on a I'm on a side of you know what I'm saying. Always making sure that your brothers and your guys are straight. That's what I'm saying. That's like, just me playing devil's advocate. Back back backing your homies and shit. And that's only that's why it was just looking wild for for Joe. Like I said, Rory was wrong for what he did, but it was more so like that if Joe was trying to uh, paint the picture that he was trying to protect protect the brand, he should have stopped that the the attacks instantly. All right. So you then, what, what mean? about the attacks that they was doing on the Breakfast Club too? Then because they all was attacking him. Yeah, but that was all of their ops though. I, I'm saying it's like Joe. But actually, I still disrespect the name. No, brand. but I'm saying, but yeah, they, they don't. They they wasn't friends. I'm saying Joe and Act. He friends with Charlamagne. No, they hate each other. He's friends with Charlamagne. Bro, Joe they frenemies. Yeah, yeah. They, they hate, I want to say they they don't have a relationship with because Joe. You see how Charlamagne? I ain't never seen Charlamagne take up for Envy. Bro, have you ever seen that? That let, let's not go. I, all I'm gonna tell you right now is Charlamagne don't fuck with Joe at all. You ain't. Do you see when they was covering the story? Right. He don't fuck with. But that's past the point. All I'm saying is Joe and Ag are actually friends and shit. So if you, well, I won't say they friends. They real good associates. We yeah, can all agree they, to that. They're good associates. But I'm saying they got a work relationship where like he can call Ag and be like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, hey, t- hey, hey, take it. You know what I mean? Whatever the the case is, whatever they're trying to do and shit. And what if what if Ag told him fuck him? And then that's when Joe can ride and shit. That's what it is. Like if you call, cause at the end of the day, I'm saying if Joe's like, yo, I'm trying to protect my brand and by you throwing shots at my brand and shit, cause Maul and Rory is part of the Joe Button podcast brand and shit. And they was just looking at it like, yo, you allowing this shit. And then what made them even worse is you start doing, uh, video chats with Ak and all this. You know, remember they did the little, uh, yeah, when that he shit. On his live. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's kind of what made it so worse. So I got a question for you and Meech and shit. And it's just a small question. Do y'all think Ak helped kill the pod? Facts. 100%. 1,000%. Okay, I'm glad that we are in agreement. Oh, hell yeah. 1,000%. Okay. He was a... Fucking- he didn't just help kill a par. He helped make Rory life a living hell. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. He kind of ruined their friend. He kind of ruined more in, in Joe's friendship. No, facts. And Joe a fuck nigga for allowing that. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he literally... And that's what Star was saying. He was saying, like, yo, this shit was more of, like, some bromance type shit. Like, because Ak was, like, the new friend that came in and shit. And, yeah. like, he was trying to get rid of, like, some of the older older uh, fucking friends and shit. And, like you said, Joe didn't step in and was like, nah, Maul is my guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's my mans and shit. Like, ain't nobody going to talk shit. And that's another, you know how Joe was like, yo, I can't understand how you taking Rory's side. I know Maul was like, yo, I can't understand how the fuck you riding with Ak and shit. Or, well, they both said that. That's what I'm saying, which is wild and shit. Because it's like, yo, Rory's supposed to be all of our fucking peoples and shit. Ak that- ain't supposed to be. Ak was like like a work associate that y'all became cool based on that shit. If I was more, I would look at Joe like he the way you treat like the way you treated Rory. Like even even if you met him through the industry, you became real friends with him. At least it seemed like now I just look at you as one of the biggest snakes because like it seemed like you didn't fuck with him the whole time, right? Or whatever. So you just waited till opportunity pounced or whatever. So it's like. Yeah. Even if me and you can continue to remain friends, I can't fuck with you knowing that you got characters. You got characteristics of some shit like that. Right. Like, and this nigga Rory lost his job, his girl. And yo, and this nigga, yeah. bro, and he told him, he said that, 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 and like you said, how like he was harboring some of this shit. Cause when he was explaining how Rory got on pod, he basically said Rory forced his way on that shit. Like he was, he was saying like, yo, I didn't ask you to join my podcast. I'm like, what the fuck? That was the first time I ever and when heard he said, saying Yeah, when he shit. said about the when my child was born, I didn't ask you to come. Like, what? Like, you just... 
to me, like, when I told y'all in the group chat, I was like, they could have ended just like, okay, this ain't working no more. Yeah. And, like, the pod ain't working no more. We ain't working as friends no more. Like, we all grown mans. We can go you our did separate some ways. Patty shit, but Joe took it to the extreme where it's like, we can't even go our separate ways no more. And now we got to be enemies now. Oh, it's like, like, when I you see can't you. disrespect me like right. the way you're doing. If we see each other, it's real problems now. I mean, like, physical. Right. You know what I'm saying? Altercations or whatever. Cause, yeah. Cause remember the, the shit Joe said about like uh, when he was talking about word kept offering to his hands and how he seen the nigga check Rory and like like yeah. yo why why you even why you even bringing that up? First off, I'm not I didn't say anything that wasn't podcast related. Now you ta- attacking me on some yo. If you really want to squabble, like, 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 I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whole bitch now and shit. Like that's kind of because like he crossed the friend line and went straight to like oh like. We we enemies now. So with with this whole situation being said, when is it time to like move on from friends? No oh, shit. When niggas show you the character flaws, I always say if somebody, I always say if somebody show you who they are, believe them every fucking time and shit. Like to, whenever I have a friend or something like, because I, I experience this shit a lot in Atlanta, especially living on your own and shit. Like when you meet motherfuckers and you like making motherfuckers your friends and shit. The moment I see you do some like weird ass like oh this nigga ain't got no morals at all and shit I'm off you and shit and I had a, a situation that occurred like that so um there was one time um me and my roommate right we, we would it was a it was three of us and shit it was me my uh one of my homeboys and the other dude that he was a former homeboy and uh we all decided to like move into a uh we all got our apartments and shit me and my roommate we had our own apartment and then my uh, other former homeboy, homeboy, he had his apartment, right? But he moved far out from us. And all of us was living to each other at one point. But then, like, he moved far as hell uh, from us. So we all at work, right? His apartment ended up getting broke into because he had moved into the hood and shit. So we was like, damn, like, uh, you know, he got to live with somebody else. Like, damn, he got bribed and he don't have the group, like, all of us together to, like, to like, damn, bro, you gonna listen or be on your phone and shit? I'm listening to you. God damn, do a glass on his phone like a motherfucker. Damn, I'm reading something. Bro, we fucking doing a podcast and I'm, shit. I'm reading something, nigga. Dude, about to piss me clean off right bro, now. You're pissed shit. on yourself and shit. Damn, you're a piece of shit. But no, nah, what I was saying was like, yo, so dude was living in this apartment. He ended up getting robbed. So he's like, fuck. He's like, bro, I can't stay over here no more. We was like, all right, bet. Well, we'll let you live with us. For a, a little while, you know what I mean, like until you can find a new spot, because your current spot, like people breaking into your spot, they took they took his computer, they took uh, shoes, money, all type of shit. Like he got robbed like crazy. So we was like, yo, you can live, you can live in our apartment, and then find a new uh, place to live. He ended up getting his lease severed or whatever. So that ended up happening. We let do uh, live in our apartment, and. Um, Mind you, that's when I was staying in like this a really expensive uh, apartment. So he's like, "Yeah, you can stay with us." So he was staying with us. I'm making no damn. I'm making like nine twenty five an hour. My roommate was making like eight dollars and fifty cents. And then uh, our homeboy that we let uh, stay with us, he was making some bread. And then he ended up getting food stamps, right? So my entire check was going to rent. I ain't had nothing besides like I barely had enough to fucking eat. So we was hungry as hell. My roommate. His check was going to rent. The guy that we let live with us, he uh, was throwing us like a little money on like whatever, like a couple bills. But he ended up getting food stamps, right? So dude got food stamps. And um, when he got the food stamps, he pretty much told us like, yo, all the food that he was bringing from the food stamp was his and shit. Mind you, we let this nigga live in our fucking crib. He's supposed to be the homie and shit. 
And he was like, yo, like, he wouldn't give us no fucking food. We was like, what the fuck? Like, yo, you living with us and shit. So the moment he showed me that, like, Humongous has, like, character flaw and shit, we pretty much, me and my roommate, we had a meeting. We was like, yo, we got to kick this nigga the fuck out. Like, he ain't going to give us no food. And, like, we, he seen us struggling. Like, this nigga be bringing this shit in. Like, he put, because we had this little area. He had, like, a little a lock that he would put on his shit. We was like... How the fuck you gonna be living in our shit and put a fucking lock on your <laughs> shit? So, long story short, I had experience where I had certain friends that in 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 the course of Atlanta where they were showing me some like you know character flaws and I, I it was I'm too being out there by yourself. You see that shit, pounce on that shit right away. So, so we kicked that nigga out. I deleted the nigga number. When I see that nigga, he was a nobody to me. You know what I mean? Like that was the type of shit. And those type of moments and shit. Like, yeah, have you ever had that shit? Like, when you know it's time to move on from friends and shit. Cause I knew that nigga for like four years before we all uh, we all went to school to get and all that shit. But uh, I had a I had an associate problem like that one time. Um, this dude, uh, um, me, D, and um, a couple other guys we used to kick it with. But long story short, one of the instances was uh. Like when uh when the Xboxes had first came out and shit. Now mind you, this nigga used to catch the bus everywhere and shit. And you know, I always had a whip. So uh we all waiting at Mayfair Mall and shit. So um you know, I see him get his little Xbox and shit. I'm like, all right, bro, I'll drive you home. I ain't like that, you know what I'm saying? I ain't charging nigga no gas money or no shit like that. Right. So um the following week we end up going to Red Lobster where he uh, ended up working that and shit, right? Now, I hadn't cashed my check or nothing like that. Like, I had got off work, got dressed, just threw some clothes on and shit. Now, I had, I had like, I had like $60 or some shit like that, right? And, uh, basically, niggas was just gonna take my change and shit. I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? You can't take my change. Like, Wait, how much was the change? It was like $20 or some shit like that. Like, fam, you can't just take my change, nigga. What the fuck? Like, we cool, but we ain't cool enough for you to take my change because you feel like you served us and shit. Like, fam, you gave us two cups of water and four biscuits and shit. Like, fam, if you don't give my goddamn change back and then... You know, word had got back that he was talking shit, and I really wanted to fuck him up and shit, but mm-hmm. it was just one of them things where it's just like, certain shit, just, you just got to walk away from certain shit. So now, you know, um, D and them still cool with him, but when they mention that nigga around me and shit, I just brush it off and shit. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, like, bro, those character flaws, like, niggas will show you. I just say, that for friends and for relationships, whenever you see that shit, don't ignore it. What you got to yeah, say? That's some selfish ass I'll shit. say, because I've been through some real... Real situations with friends before or whatever. I I don't completely agree with yours. I don't get. I don't judge you by the first thing you show me. That's not the greatest or whatever. Because none of us is perfect or whatever. What I do is if you show me that first thing or whatever, and it, it happened to be alarming or whatever. If we real friends, I'll try to you know work that shit out. If we real friends, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt because I can't judge you by your worst flaws or whatever or by your worst moments. But if you keep repeating that shit, then it's like, this is who you are now. Well, we was hungry. Yeah, I was yeah, saying, I don't, I don't No, hold on. Let me speak. Let me, because y'all just spoke. Damn. So, what I'm saying is, like, I had a situation with, with one of my, like, longest friends. Longest friends. Been knowing this nigga since, like, high school days. Longest friends or whatever. But, like, over time, I started to notice a little weird shit. Like, the energy not the same. Like, niggas ain't happy to see each other when we around each other like or you get drunk and like little weird shit come out about how you truly feel about me and shit or whatever and like 
the first couple times I'll give it a pass because I'm like, man, you never know what people going through in their life and what's causing people to act this way and all of this. But then after I, after I keep seeing it a few different times in different situations and like then I see you with other friends and you act completely different when you with them, then it's like, OK, either we just outgrew each other or we just don't fuck with each other no more. But what I see, like when it takes like something as far as like a substance for you to speak your true thoughts on me. And it's like, all right, I don't know about this shit. And then another big one is like if it's a woman involved in the situation, because I had that before, too, where a woman told one of my closest friends that I did some fuck shit that I did not do on from on my son or whatever. He know me. This is a nigga that I done let live with me, live with me while my being was pregnant. A nigga that I didn't send the money when like he had like tickets or whatever. Like, some tickets for, uh, I forgot what it was, but, like, they sent him to jail for, like, two months or something. I paid for all this. I, I made sure the nigga was good, sent the bread, paid his little bill and shit. You know what I'm saying? I helped him out in a real last way. Real last way. So, when I seen that, when he did some shaky shit because of whatever female said, that was a lie. It was like, uh, I don't know about you, bro, because I done came through you more than I done came through for any of my friends in the biggest way or whatever. But I was like, Based off of what I said earlier, like, okay, I ain't going to judge you off this one thing. It's it's in the back of my head because I just, you can't be making mistakes like that or whatever, especially when a woman tell you some shit coming between, you know what I'm saying, if we real family and real boys or whatever. But like I said, me, I'm not going to judge you after your worst moment. You have to show me repeat patterns and then you out of there. Yeah. I mean, my shit was different. It wasn't like, yo, I'm just going to ignore this shit. It was literally like niggas was finna fucking die. Like, yeah, I was just like, I, like, I didn't have shit to eat. This nigga had, he was living on our couch. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not yeah, justifying no, 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 him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, it wasn't like, that's was a like, drastic first thing that that's no what I'm shit. saying. And like, and you, he knew the, our financial situation. It wasn't like he was unknown to it. It was a willingness to, take advantage of our kindness and that's shit. That's some selfish ass shit. You know shit. what I mean? And like niggas was struggling and we like, and then we, like you said, like have a conversation. We had the fucking conversation and instead of like, all right, I'm going to throw y'all some, it was more of a, no, 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 I don't touch none of this shit. Y'all, you know what I mean? Like that type of like, I'm going to push back and argue and shit. And I'm like, like, first off, I know for a fact if if, if you, me and you was living together and you niggas know the strip, we wouldn't be on no shit like that. If Fact. I was not, like, niggas that I really know know. Fam, I was taking groceries from my house to feed right, us and that's shit. that's what I'm saying. And I'm, I'm comparing niggas. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to get the fuck out. That's on. what I'm saying. And I, and I'm, I was comparing niggas uh, to, like, my friends set standards for friends and shit. It's like, you know, if, if you truly are my friend, I know how friends handle shit. You know what I mean? Right. And, like. If you on this type of shit, and then I see like, nah, nigga, y'all, y'all can't have this shit, like, and we like, yo, we not only did we let you move in with us, and 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 you just stayed on our couch, we helped you move, we got your shit and moved you out your place into our shit. Like it wasn't like you had to figure that shit out. When we kicked him out, it was like he just had to get his shit out of our shit. You know what I mean? It was right. like that type of shit. So. Nah, I oh, mean, another another thing that Meech made a great point on when it's when you know it's time to move along from friends is when your guys get to acting funny around chicks. Like when they get to, when they get to trying to one up you, trying to embarrass a, you in front of them. Yeah, I had a, a few niggas like that. I had to look at differently. Like if you gotta use me, if you gotta try to embarrass me step to get to a chick, exactly. Like, that's like, corny. That's beyond corny. I like some niggas that that just stay bag and they don't know how to maneuver 
without doing. But that shit is bro. Gay. That ain't even a bag you even want to be. That's a that's remember our early podcast name stink bag. That's a stink bag to be in, bro. Oh, like yeah. if you gotta really try to one up somebody, yeah. if you like fam, you can't tell me that this girl makes you want to just start downplaying everything. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. yo, that's super corny. I mean, I never had had that as like a friend that like. That's what they wanted to do. And shit. I've like seen it happen. No, I, I've I've been the nigga. Niggas try to do that shit too. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah. If you can't just get her off your own merit, and you got to try to throw me under the bus, like, kind of nigga is you for real? Mm-hmm. For real? Like, the fuck. I like, caught a stray like that one time, like right. being around some guys, and you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that's super mad corny. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Money also plays a big role too. Like how you said the twenty dollars shit. Yeah, it could be bigger than that. Like I can loan you some bread and just think you gonna give me that shit back, depending on the amount. I know I had situations like that before too. Like where I didn't gave niggas like real money. I ain't talking about like a couple dollars. Like right. you in a real fucking bind. I gave you real money, but when it's time to get my shit back, it's like why you sweating me? Like. Fuck you mean while I'm sweating you? This is my money I gave you. Money. I shouldn't right. have to ask you for it in the first place. Exactly, yo. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So, nah, niggas be moving weird as hell and shit. Like, niggas be doing some of the wildest shit. Like, but, if, like if I loaned you something, nigga, if you tell me you, you go give it to me Monday at 12 o'clock, nigga, at Monday at 11.59, that shit should be hitting my hand and shit. That's like, a whole fact. That's a fact. And don't try to short me on my shit either, nigga. Facts. Give me the whole amount. And then, like, like my brother was saying, like, that shit applies in relationships as well. Like, I, that's even bigger to me than friends. Like, if I see flaws in that shit, chances are that's who the fuck you is. But that's what shit. I'm saying. That's what the friend, with friends, too. Like like you said, a, a, a drunk mind speaks speak sober thoughts and shit. Like, yeah. you just got to pay attention to that shit. That's why I'm mindful. I'm trying to, I'm mindful of who I let in my energy space and shit. And like an, friends an, and, an, and an, fucking an, women and shit. Another big thing is pay attention to who's happy for your success and shit. Man, like, that's a huge one. You know what I'm saying? If niggas ain't happy for you... Like, especially, like, okay, I done seen some friends I know where they not in the best predicament or whatever. You may be rising or whatever just because out of hard work from your own strength or whatever. And if, like, they ain't really happy for you and shit and it's, like, less, they come off as jokes, but, you know, they really truth and shit. It's, like, man, you a little funny style nigga, too. Like, Oh, facts, yeah. So, I've seen that. But yeah, all my niggas be happy, so I'm chill and shit. But and that's because that, the older you get, like it's a fil- it's a filtering process. Like I've had my friend group used, was fucking humongous as hell. I had it, especially when I was in Atlanta, bro. I had fucking hell of friends and shit. You know what I mean? But I had to the more every time the years co- went by, different shit was showing me like, all right, let me get this nigga the fuck away from me. Get this nigga the fuck away from me. And also, you can outgrow friends as well and shit. Oh, that's a fact. You know I mean? So like, that's a huge um, fact. Cause that's what was happening to me. It was like you know, sometimes I would be uh, just you know progressing and learning more, and sometimes somebody might still be on the shit that you you don't yeah, you, you don't even want to be around. Yeah, Man, you know no harm or foul. Yeah, yeah you could just get stagnant man if I stay around you and. You know what I'm saying? It is That's what it a is. Huge thing, we don't man. hate each other. We ain't beefing. We just we went different directions in life, and yeah. I wish you the best. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that's gonna about wrap it up though from the Mackin and Hanging podcast. That was episode, or this is episode ninety one. I don't know. Did I say ninety one? I said ninety. I'm I don't know, but we in the nineties. Oh uh, yeah, we almost had the Honda. We've been doing this for a while though. But yeah, make sure you protect your energy and make sure you you know pay attention to those small things with your friends and all that oh one more thing too about this whole friend subject before we get off this shit i never realized until you get super older 
Oh, well, me for me personally, you start categorizing people and shit. What you mean? Like you just start putting people in different boxes. Like these, my brothers and shit. Like this is this is the end all be all right oh, here facts. and shit. These are the associates. Like I can I can talk to you and shit. Mm-hmm. These are the people you know what I'm saying. You talk to every blue moon and right. shit. Like you, you really start categorizing people and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And this is also episode ninety one. Yeah, I just said ninety. You said ninety. No, I said I asked it. I say ninety. I said ninety one though. But yeah, make sure you follow us on uh, Spotify. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Instagram. The Instagram is M A C K I N H A N G I N underscore podcast. Uh, we're gonna make sure we don't fall apart on that bread. Come when that money comes. Oh, I can definitely see us beefing this shit. Oh, we're gonna be sure, fighting like fucking for shit. For sure, this shit won't I might it. slam you through a table and nah, shit. You're gonna, you gonna fucking drop you gonna fucking drop me and I'm gonna do a, a karate. Nah, kick I, I, I can't see you getting egotistical as hell and me and Rico just Facts. beating the living shit out of you. Nah, nah, y'all just gonna have to do how the contract's gonna be and shit. Y'all gonna have to do that shit. I ain't signing no contract with you, big mustache. I'ma just realize, nigga, I'm the motherfucking starter and I'ma watch this podcast. Burn, you not the fuck. Be fucking out of here. This nigga said he just started, but yeah, yeah that's what we that's gonna wrap up. Time we about to beef now. Hell yeah, we we finna uncover some issues (laughs) real quick. (laughs) That's gonna wrap up the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy that cold album. Cold world, nigga. It's cold world. Dreamville, stand up. Dreamville, stand up. Yo, bossy pop. I see you, bro. Move. I see you, bus. Do it. Still gonna be me when success gone. Still gonna be me. Big step, but nigga don't get stepped on. Wait on my turn like grains of sand inside the hourglass. Mainly concerned back in the day with how long I would last. Make a few thousand dollars stack with every hour pass. I catch you playing inside my lane and I'ma foul your ass. Put the whole game on top my back, don't need no chiropractic. They calling me on PWC, I got my power back. Ain't fucking around, be even with me, gon' get you hollered at. Niggas can't see me one on one, that's worth the collar prat. You hitting them weights, congratulations, cause you built something. You taking a lot of boxing lessons, but you still pussy. I see right through you niggas, just like Tupac hologram. Ain't doing Coachella, booking me, gon' be a lot of M's. I'm feeling myself, I'm building my wealth up till it's tiring. I'm putting my tongue all in my bitch, she get that hollering. I ain't doing no dirt no more, I stopped creeping six years ago. From fucking them hoes until you realize that you is the hoe. Shit gon' get hard, keep your head strong. If I quit now, then I'm dead wrong. Fighting off this hunger for hours. Big step, a nigga don't get stepped on. The money might fade, but respect don't. Still gon' be me when success gone. I don't speak the language of cowards. I walk through the flame like I'm Teflon. Can't be afraid of sunlight. Spotlights when it glows. All the pain you hold makes you worth your weight alone. Can't be afraid of sunlight. Spotlights when it glows. All the pain you hold makes you worth your weight alone.